I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boy, straight to door. Why you sound like Bane? Let's fuck on that. Fuck it, I'll just let it be awkward. Hey, this is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. Shout out to PJ Souls. She, uh, she did a voice in the new Halloween movie. She played the teacher in the background. Oh, very cool. Yeah, she's cool because in the original, she was a student. Episode 465 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. I heard typing in the background. I was like, is this the remix or is this like the montage of like a hacker and Harley right after you finish? He goes, all right, guys, I'm in. Shove it. Oh, I can tell you where to shove it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to stick it? Oh, you want to stick it? Oh, stick it. Yeah. I thought you were stick it. Tony, would he, would he have like one of those headphones too? The old school with the microphone attached to it, to the ear? He's oh, hacking yeah. in. He's like, I'm in. Oh, call, call, uh, call center. Yeah. <laughs> I rock those when I worked the student loan. Companies, yeah. yeah, I rock those headsets. Oh yeah, you knew. Yeah, you were total office space. Oh yeah. No, I was. A, 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 I was watching some video. Oh, it was like a remix to like Billie Eilish is a bad guy. It was like '80s synthwave, and there's a bunch of videos popping up where they're like done '80s style. And somebody was some one of the comments just cut me. It was uh, it said uh, I could picture a guy with neon hair and a headset hacking into something, and he goes, "All right, guys, I'm in." Like that's like always. The thing, right? And like movie <laughs> hackers, right? Like they're working on the mainframe or something, typing, typing, and then they're in, right? Um, but I, what it was weird too when, when hackers, when all that weird graphics are going on, but they're typing, like, what the fuck is really going on? Are they really you have to visualize the typing, right? That's all. But are they really going? What are they like? What are you doing, Tony? Where are they going? What are they doing when you typing? Are you opening files? Are you opening windows? Like you get into no, the there's back? no windows. It's all yeah, just you, it's all just text. Um, you you type you type a command and there's a response yeah. and that's it. Okay. And it's all yeah. just text. It's command line. So you start writing what you yeah. There's no telling what to do. Yeah. There's no visual part. Right. There's that. no visuals. That's what I figure. Yeah. But on yeah, in the movie they make it look cool where things are flying around and you're right. trying to find the right. file, with the camera spinning around it. Yeah. In our head, maybe there's a that, that's what's going on. Right. Yeah. yeah. We imagine you ourselves. Paint, you have a spray painting your keyboard camouflage, Tony. Every day, I retouch it, touch it up every day, every morning. You pulled out floppy disks like they're guns, <laughs> looking in the mirror. That's right. That's my my morning mantra. Yeah, we're drinking that Joe Cola. Tony, um, what do you type like words per minute? Is it like three thousand words per minute or some shit? Do you <laughs> no. type How the you type? No, I. Last time I looked, I was in the sixties. Dude, I type like six. And he still misspells it. Oh, but, no, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I can't spell to begin with, so. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I'm confused. What was that thing, Reed? He edited that picture to circle the English? Like, I don't on, get on it. An- Angie's uh, name tag? Yeah. Was it like pointing out that she speaks English? Um, let's see. We're 20, only 21 words a minute? That's all I got. 
Are you just typed right now? Yeah. Well, let me restart it. Oh, I'm I'm all about it. Send me the link. Oh, <laughs> Let's oh do boy. This. Let's do Here this. Here we go. Well, before these fuckers get into this, I am your I am your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, the slow typer, Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, aka MCP. Why do I not have my window open for You're afraid your computer's gonna crash, that's why. Oh, here we go. I just went down a rabbit hole of Will Smith vlogs and uh one of their videos they said they had already finished rapping. Bad boys for life. And it was cool seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff too. Okay, where do how do I start? You just start typing. Oh. oh. Order. Did it tell you what to type? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look. This is a slow ass motherfucker. <laughs> and he has to say it out loud. That's what's hilarious. Exactly. That's a, yeah. He, he's, and he's got to look at the letters too. Show. Can't oh, even just look at the screen. Stupid fuckboy, fucky. <laughs> Produce, <laughs> this is great podcast material, by the oh, way. Yeah. Well, it's just random Harley words, typing. dude. Any... Wow. <laughs> hey, Art, what, Art, what's yes. more annoying, this or him what? clanging the spoon? <laughs> the bowl? I'm glad it drives him crazy like it does me, because that shit's fucking yeah. annoying. Now this is even worse. Just start saying random oh. letters. A, B, alpha, yeah, oh, that's you know, since type pro. So it says 28 words per minute. Accuracy? One. 1%? Yeah. What the fuck? Did you finish? Like, did you finish the 60 seconds? Maybe not. You keep typing, like all, you type all the words. It 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 starts uh, at sixty. It starts okay. okay. It starts at sixty, and you just you, you just keep right. typing the words until the sixty runs out, and then it gives you your results. Wow. Okay, I'm do, I'm doing it again. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, oh, you mute yourself. Can you mute yourself? So don't have to hear that clicking and clacking. God damn. Uh, here. Keyboard. I'll turn off, off, Tony. I'll do it again. And then put my my microphone next to my keyboard. Oh, great. <laughs> this is me banging my head on the table. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you you want to hear some movies? You want to no, get that on? Nobody, nobody does. This is, this is a... Nobody knows. Oh, this oh, takes forever. It takes 60 seconds. It's only a minute. <laughs> okay, while he's doing that, I'm, let, me, let me play you the latest... Uh, my latest favorite on Google Play Music. I scared through in the table. Yeah. Yeah. No informer. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. My nose is bleeding. <laughs> What'd you get? Called? What'd you get? Uh, Gunslinger by Pegboard Nerds. All right, there you go, people. And if you want to start that song off. Oh, do you need do you need some uh, music to pump you up for your words words per minute? Yeah, you your WTM? Yeah, he needs. yeah, he needs some fucking. So uh, started at like one fifteen. Some WPM music. Some BPM for your WPM. <laughs> See now he's now he's like I feel like I'm in hackers now. <laughs> in, 
about to get it in. Are you in yet? Yeah, are you in? He's <laughs> almost into the mainframe. Uh. We gotta edit all this out, right? Ain't no way no one's Uh, so what'd you get? That's fun. Uh, I got 37 words per minute with 94% accuracy. Nice. Yeah, I hit 72 with 91. I post that link on the messenger so people know what the fuck we're talking about when they listen to the show. Like, what is going on? <laughs> 72 words per minute? Yeah, 72 words per minute, 315 characters per minute, 91% accuracy. Damn. It's almost twice mine. I, I fucked up one word. The? Uh, something like that. Thank you, dick. <laughs> let's see what Fonzo, or Fonzo can do. Let's see, let's hear it, Fonzo. We'll be here what you got? Send me the link, motherfucker. It's it's in the <laughs> it's in the hangout. Here, I'll send it again, multiple oh, shit, times for you. Call me out, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm fucked up now. Before I go to the first one. Yeah. Where do I start typing it? It's right in the right in the middle. Oh, it right as there? soon as you start, oh, yeah, yeah start go. typing Let's the words. Seconds. Yep. Oh, okay. the, I wonder so, what, so what song Fonzo wants. The one, the the gold so, dust one. Uh, well, Alfonso starts. Tony, tell tell the fine listeners how you got into your field. I was born. No, bitch, your profession. What happened? <laughs> well, when did you? <laughs> I <laughs> I've been. Uh, I started programming at eight. And I think the reason I started was um, a client of, so a customer, my, my parents had a dog kennel, and one of the customers uh, gave my dad a Tandy 5000 from Radio Shack. Oh, and my Jesus dad got Christ. it for me as like a, compu- like a, a gaming console because it, ha- it came with some games. But he also, uh-huh. but this big old, this like two inch thick programming book came with it. And I started like following the tutorials in the programming book. So I played it as like with a joystick and then played games with it. But then I started getting into the programming side of it and that, and the rest is history. So that's how I, I got into the, it. I remember when I was a kid. I'm a T We had a Commodore. We had oh, a Commodore oh, 64. What was that? You had a Commodore? Uh, my accuracy was 89%. Nice. And what was your words per minute? Uh, 33. Oh shit! There not you bad. go. You're not too bad yourself. Condescend me, motherfucker. Well, I'm serious. Like that's <laughs> almost as good as me. Yeah, I fucking like. I think I got three words wrong. I was trying to go too fast. You got to yeah. get a mechanical keyboard. It's all. It's all. Is that what it is? Yeah. So, um, I, I was saying, you know, I I ended up. We had a Commodore 64. I remember as a kid, and um. I remember like to to play the games on the five and a quarter floppies. Yeah. You had to like put the floppy disk in 
and then a command, you know, run floppy game or some, you know, I can't remember, but it was basically like a right. DOS-based system right. where there was no Windows, there was no, I don't even remember if there was a mouse. Nope. I don't think there was. Nope. So. Cool. But you, but you were drawn to the programming, to the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but see, that reminds me that before I got the Tandy, I had what they called a talking whiz kid, which looked like a laptop. Um, and it was basically just. Is that the one that sounded all demonic? Uh, when it you would talk. It would say it um, back to you? It, it, that's not like the speak and spell. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the speak and spell was, was demon in, in, in a plastic. <laughs> yeah. The, the talking whiz kid was slightly demonic, but not, not as bad as the, the, the speak and spell. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, like that one kind of got me a little more into, you know, it, it was, it started it. I didn't do any program on programming on it, but I did do a lot of math problems. Holy like shit, I, look at that thing. 86 version. There's a video on YouTube. Talking whiz kid. Did they have the, all the flags of the, the world on the right hand side? Uh, let's see. Here, I'll send you the, I'll send you the video. I mean, the earliest computers were, you know. Yeah, it was one of the ones like, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that it? Uh, Let's see, which one did you send? Yep, yep, like that. Dude, I think I might have played with this at your house. uh, I wouldn't doubt it. No, no, yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's breaking back memory like a Tony. Yes. Well, see, the, where the flags are, that's a yeah. different card. So it's like a different floppy yeah, you, disk. Right, you, different cards for different, yeah, you, different cards. Whatever, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember that. So that's kind of like what got, I guess, seeing that I like, like that, my dad said, yeah, I'll take that Tandy 5, you know, the computer that the guy was giving away. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's the nerdiest episode of any. I ever had one. I should apologize to everyone. Well, what it was is I was trying to entertain the yeah. listeners while you <laughs> typing. I'm just, I'm just gonna edit all this out. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, Tony's got. He put up his score. He put up yours, Harley, on the messenger. Oh, did he put mine up? No. Oh. Oh, I didn't send you the links to mine. I think I closed. Well, he put it. the link up so everyone else can try. But yeah, you are listening to the podcast. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Episode four, six, five. Whatever your code is at, Harley, get to work. Uh, what number? Four six five. Four six five. Dude, in that very first video, it was December 10, 2011. Indianapolis. There I think Fonzo and me, Fonzo, you and I drove through Indianapolis. I think so. We might have, yeah. A long time ago. Well, I found a, I was going to the garage and I found a shoebox and it had like, like 10 more high eight videos. I'm like, oh shit, what's in here? Still didn't find the backyard wrestling videos, but I found my Comic Con <sighs> video. But in that same, uh, Comic Con video was a San Diego street racing at Qualcomm. Remember that, Harley? Wait, say that again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, we went to the, there's a video of us there at that at one of them. And it's funny enough, me and Jason went to one too. Um, so oh, there was, cool. there was that in that video. I found a video of me and Frankie stuck in uh, Seattle because he couldn't get into Canada. Uh, cause he had vandalized a street sign in, uh, where was it? Some, he was somewhere. He put a sticker, some kind of skate sticker on a street sign. That was a harsh crime, so harsh that you couldn't enter. I remember that. I so remember he was that. so pissed. We were ready to go to some skate expo thing, and we couldn't get in. We got stuck in it. So I got a video of him doing a fucking. He's like, "I can't go into fucking Canada, but I'm gonna fucking jump on this bed." He takes his skateboard and starts <laughs> doing all these on the bed. Uh, that's funny. 
It was so funny. But yeah, our, so our road trip, man, it started from my house, right? In Oceanside, right? My parents' house? We leave from there? Wait, say, say that again? Did we leave from my parents' house in Oceanside? That we started? Yes. Head out to yes, Virginia, correct. right? Yeah. You, you have, and you I remember were... we had to. Uh-huh. I remember we I had to double back because I left my my lumbar support. <laughs> oh shit! See, so had to I remember go we had to go back like five miles or something. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, my lumbar support. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, once we got packed up, we got going. I mean, you were a beast. You went for fucking for a long time. You wanted to get to a certain point, right? We um, I don't know that I wanted a specific point. Um, we really did the, the cross country trip. Uh, so it cleared up to the listeners. Um, so speaking of that, my friend, it's funny that I brought up my friend Frankie because because of him, he had moved to Virginia. He's yeah, to, he and, worked out and here. So fortunately for us, and thank you, Frankie, if you're listening, um, uh, he let us crash at his place for what was it, two nights or mm-hmm. it was like yeah. two or three days. So, mm-hmm. um, I had a real close buddy of mine. Uh, he got married and his uh, wife. Uh, was from DC area. And so he was from North Carolina and she was originally from DC and they met in college and they moved to San Diego, uh, got engaged, got married in San Diego. And, uh, um, but the wedding was in DC. I remember her, her father was a judge in DC, but uh long story short, um, uh, I was in between jobs, AKA I had gotten fired. And, um, Fonzo, I don't there. know what you were doing. What were you doing that you were able to take time I, off? I had to take a lot of time. I was working at Adelphia. I took a bunch of time off. Mm. And I was off. I was four on, four off. So I think, you know, I might have taken four days and maybe, maybe six days, you know? Maybe. So, yeah. So we, we decided that we were going, I, for some reason, I had this kink in my ass <laughs> that I thought it'd be a good idea to drive cross country to go to the wedding. And, um, and I was like, Hey, well, we can stop by Virginia, you know? See my yeah. Yeah. Frankie was there and it worked out perfect. So we yeah. drove just a boring, I think it was the 40, the Southern route through yeah. New Mexico, Arizona, New Mexico, yeah. Texas. Remember uh, stopping in Texas, get some gas. And those are the biggest fucking bugs I've ever seen in my yeah, entire life. Yeah, it was, it was late crazy. at night. We were getting gas and these fucking bugs, man, were just flying over the lights. And I swear to God, they were like the, the babies of Mothra. I mean, these fucking things. Were I do. I remember that too. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. remember when we drove through a swarm of bees? Oh. I remember you be like, "Yeah, you were just like, oh, just hear the sound of your, every hitting your car." You were like, "Oh, my baby." <laughs> I think if if I recall correctly, that was you were driving. I drove that time. I think you were driving, and I like it woke me up. Oh man, I don't remember. Because you didn't drive. I didn't drive that much. Like, 20 miles of the entire cross country. You're like, trip. you're like, this is flat. I'm tired. You need to, you got to drive. And mind you, I don't drive stick and Harley had a stick. And oh, I drove, no. well, not only do I have a stick, but, but a short shift. Oh, here we go. I had an aluminum, I have an aluminum flywheel, real grabby clutch. So it's like the worst car in the world to teach somebody how to drive. And you had no fucking clue what you were doing, <laughs> and I was not the one well, you, to teach you. Yeah, and you were grouchy because you just wanted some sleep, and we all know Harley. You got to have That's a sleep. So you wanted a nap. We get stuck in traffic in, like, Tennessee or Mississippi or some shit. Yeah. And it's just bumper to bumper, and I'm getting fucking nervous, like, clutching gas, clutching gas. I'm like, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to hit this car, right? Yeah. And so, Harley, you guys, you got this. He just wants to sleep, poor bastard. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, Harley, I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is your car. 
You love this car. I I I think you should take over. I still saying. own this car. Yeah. So I, I'm just I'm like I, I go I, I think I stall out. I'm like oh see Harley just come on. He's like fuck fine. He opens the passenger door. Uh, a car goes whizzing by. It so for some I, reason there was like I, traffic. I, I, I remember I having from the headphones. driver's side to the passenger. These, yeah, you had the long ass headphones. headphones with the long ass cord. And I remember dropping them in the street and I yeah. grabbed them out of the street, the freeway, so interstate yeah. freeway, slammed them in the car, yep. ran around, jumped in the driver's seat. You did what you just said. You I just, just went for the driver, <laughs> the passengers jumped Stopped over the stick shift. And I, I remember, remember you peeling out just to move like one inch because we were still in bumper to bumper. 30 foot burnout. Yeah. Just to slam on the brakes. <laughs> never seen him, never seen him so pissed in my life. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, we're just gonna sit here now quietly. <laughs> so some music. <laughs> Not so bad. Uh, we should just yeah, rent a car. The first half of the trip. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we weren't even yeah that's right we had, we haven't even, we didn't even get to the wedding. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always tell the story. We stopped at one being, hotel, didn't we? Yeah, we stayed in a hotel in New Brunswick. New Brunswick, where's that? Uh, New Jersey, right outside of New York. Oh, no, there, yeah, but I'm saying before, didn't, we didn't stop before? Well, we stayed at a hotel. Oh, yeah, that's right. We stayed at a hotel in Oklahoma City. Okay. So we didn't stop till we got to Oklahoma City. That's and I remember yeah. I remember we crashed in a hotel in Oklahoma City. And then we drove to Frankie's. And we stayed like two days at Frankie's. Mm-hmm. And then we stayed like two days at the wedding in D.C. Mm-hmm. And then I only got to right outside of New York. And I was so hungover and so tired. And we got in a fight that we ended up crashing at a hotel in right outside of New York in New Jersey. Yeah. And then yeah, I was ready to fly us, home. You were yeah, so mad. That put us a day behind <laughs> kind of thing. And uh-huh. we were starting to run out of money kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we just drove through New York and then we proceeded to sleep at rest stops. That's right. And I always tell a story. We slept New York twice. was fun though. Yeah, it was cool. Just drive through. We yeah, drove man. through Central Park. We try to park somewhere. There's just nowhere to park. No, there's no. Well, no. Remember, we stopped, and the parking said like fourteen dollars. It, no, it's twenty. It's in the it video. Was, it was twenty dollars, right? Yeah. And we're yeah. like, oh, we'll just park here. You know, an twenty hour. bucks. Yeah, then we can yeah. walk around. Nope. Then he said, no, it's twenty dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean twenty dollars an hour? He's like, I drive your car into the parking lot. And you pay me twenty dollars for every hour you sit here, and we we were like, I, I, I couldn't, you know, we were doing it on the cheap. Uh huh. You're like, fuck that, hardly you know. really cheap, right? Yeah, because I remember like this was before like uh, GPS and shit. We had the big old Thomas, but we had a big old map trying to find a way, you know, trying to get our way through. I remember somebody honking at Harley because he's trying to look around, trying to go. And, say, and I remember going, what the fuck do you want me to go? He was so pissed. I was like, dude, I'm like, Harley, we got California plates. We got a big-ass map. We couldn't look more like fucking foreigners. You know what I mean? Like, like just take yeah, it easy. Just in New York. Like, what are you doing? Harley was just so – that's why I, in the video yeah. I record him, like, he's like, you, you Harley loving this New York driving, don't you? And he's like, yeah. He's just so – because we just wanted to sightsee. Like, hey, remember you wanted to ride the subway? You're like, I just want to ride the subway. You know, why don't you just uh, go walk somewhere? You know, um, we couldn't do any of that. There's just so much traffic. It was like a work. It was like well, we work. made the mistake. We made the mistake of driving onto Manhattan Island. Yeah. If we were going to do it again, we would find some place to park mm-hmm. in one of the boroughs, right? Like Brooklyn, and then take uh, take one of the um, either the subway into Manhattan or we would 
take if we wanted to like really do it, we'd take one of the the, the boats and we'd go see the the Statue of Liberty and all right. that shit. That's that's all. But the we didn't really have time. We were just kind of like we were we just playing by ear. We were just flowing. Remember, we were just kind of like, hey, we should just you know. Yeah. I remember because I, I remember you got you you were like, hey, do you want to go all the way to the end? You want to go to fucking New York and back? And we're like, well, might as well. We're fucking here, right? Yeah. I think we would have regretted if we didn't, you know. Yeah, once, absolutely. Once we got there, we got all happy again, you know. We were like, yeah, you know, we had we a little try. We got happy. Yeah, our second yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and if you recall, we we drove through, um, you know, Philly too. Yeah, I remember seeing the stadium. That's, that's the thing about the East Coast is you have like three or four major cities right on top of each other, all within a hundred miles. I mean, you got New York, Philadelphia, which is the original capital of the country, and the capital. The, the financial capital of the country. I remember seeing the Baltimore Stadium too. The Ravens. Uh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. Of course. Cause Baltimore is basically right there in DC. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so then, and then if it. you want to go a little bit farther, you can get to Boston too. Right. Boston's a huge city. And so we, we, did, we, didn't, we didn't go that far north. Yeah, really uh, and we didn't go through Chicago either. Yeah. Um, that was a bummer. But, there's a part of me that really, really desperately wants to go to Chicago now because I'm such a, um, shameless freak. Uh, and, uh, of course, it takes part place on oh, the south side. There so. you go. I remember driving by the St. Louis Arch. Yep. yep. That was yeah. fun. Uh-huh. That was that, Kansas was the most boringest part of the drive. It was like nothing. Remember? Yeah. The oh, northern God. tip of Texas, I, I remember being pretty boring. Yeah. I mean, again, to uh, Vegas, we're like, like, oh, shit, we're almost home. It's Vegas. Yeah. Well, remember, we... So we... Oh, Colorado. From, we spent the Colorado rest stop. In the yeah, right, right outside of Denver. So this, yeah. I always tell this this part because this is what sort of my bragging rights as a car guy, right? Mm-hmm. We left New Brunswick, New Jersey, drove through New York, didn't stop, drove all the way to Indianapolis, Indiana, slept at a rest stop for, I don't know, a couple hours, you know, four or five hours, because we were so fucking exhausted. Drove all the way to Denver, Colorado, slept for like four or five hours in the car, and then drove all the way home. Mm-hmm. We literally drove from outside of New York, through Manhattan, all the way home, on two sleeping in the car. <laughs> I mean, I... Dude, I'm in the car for an hour now, and my back starts hurting me. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, we just got back from driving down to Sacramento and then coming up back through Lake County. And I I hate being cooped up in a car. I can't believe what we did. I know. You think about it now. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. But you wanted to do it. And I'm like, hey, I'll do it with you. You know? I think it'd be fun. You know? It's, um, it's, we it's did, top, we didn't even it's have top five. To stop anywhere. We didn't even go like, oh, let's go to this. Ballpark or was we never stopped. We never, there was no touristing. It was literally just to say we drove cross country. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I mean, yeah, my no. life is as boring as anybody's. God for, you know, I mean, I've never done anything crazy exciting. Um, but it's fun to say that you kind of, you did that, right? Uh, really that like, is in my top five life changing <laughs> events between, you know, getting married, having kids, mm-hmm. doing mushrooms, you know. Well, the Virginia trip is what really made you want to move from California. Well, and that's, I mean, look, I mean, here, that's another story for another, another podcast. But yeah, (laughs) I always tell people during that, during that trip, I had a quarter life crisis. Yeah. And, uh, it, it was the, uh, the precursor to me leaving San Diego. So, so anyways, 
Well, there Tony you go. almost did it, and he got to how far, Tony? <laughs> oh, that's right. You were gonna fucking ride a motorcycle to every state of the union. Yep. And he got to Arizona. He got to Arizona. <laughs> that's it. And he forgot his lumbar, so he had to come back. <laughs> <laughs> that's this week's podcast. Forgot your lumbar. <laughs> uh, are you ever going to do it, Tony? Probably not. No. I mean... You have to do it on a big bagger. You can't do it on your bike. Yeah. I could do it on my bike, but I have well, to... Well, you could, but you'd be miserable. Yeah. But there you go. So, yeah, I'm going to try to post that. I'm going to try to... I'll go to Costco tomorrow and, put, and send my videos to them to get them into DVDs and see if I can get them digitized to get them digital and see what I can do with That'd them. That'd be cool. Yeah, just to kind of post them online or send them to you guys, you know? It's, it's just cool. That um, would be cool for sure. Yeah. But it was just fun, too. Like, like how Reed called you Agent Smith with your glasses. You look so serious. <laughs> Dude, I had those Ruth glasses. You had, had those forever. Forever. Gosh, the silver glasses. I remember those. Those Oakleys, they were, I, I stole them from Jeremy. I remember, yeah. Because <laughs> his dad was like a dealer of Oakley glasses. Yeah. And so you always had he like. chose a, those too. Of all the Oakleys glasses. you can get, you chose Well, no, those. I mean, they were just, you know, they were like spares or some shit. Yeah. I just checked them. <laughs> You're like, yeah, he ain't going to miss these. <laughs> How funny. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that's the uh, road trip picture. But no, I wish I had more of that video, man. It bums me out a little bit. I think I did have yeah. stuff like every time we stopped somewhere, just farting around, just me recording, you playing music. You know, we had our case logics, we were ready. You know, we actually had to bring physical media and CDs, play in the car. I remember I had a big ass portable CD Walkman. <laughs> and I want to hear what you were playing. <laughs> well, but we always agree on hip hop and some dance music, you know? So that always helps when you go on a road trip with somebody. To this day, I mean, I've just, I just spent, for eight plus hours in a car over the last 36 hours and I just listened to fucking dance music the entire time and my wife didn't complain and my kid didn't complain you don't change it up uh no She's like, occasionally we do yeah. but not on this trip okay you yeah. like no, long it's... Mix go or what <sighs> you know most mixes are about two hours long so yeah, see, that's perfect road trip music right there. You know, you just play it and go. Yeah, there we go. I I I I have recorded once a long time ago. It's probably probably about eight years ago, six plus years ago. It was over six years ago. I recorded a four hour mix. Oh shit! So I just stood there and DJed for four hours, and um, I always say I'm going to do it again. And, uh, but I'm so music. goddamn old now, you know. Come on, man. Push that 40. Come on. It's hard to do. Well, ironically, now it's easier than ever because I did, I DJ with fucking sync on. I'm a sellout, so it makes it that much easier. <laughs> I literally just have to stand up for four hours and I can't even do that. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys heard it here first, folks. How do you sell out? No, handle that, man. If you can, do it, you know? Like, that's awesome. Like, the, the thing, dance music, just, yeah, it's just, uh, there's a good, good, you don't have to worry about change, you know, like, the satellite radio, it's just a lot of music, doesn't really change, you know, you hear the DJ, random DJ talk here, but having that dance music, just continuous mix, kind of just, 
gets you in the mood too, right? You're bobbing your hair, you're dancing. I don't know what it is. I one. It works. It's so you. funny. On our way back, right? And I did a lot of driving because Chris is, um, she's having to do a lot of work. She's like Tony, right? She's, she's having to do a ton of work. And so she's working from her computer. And, uh, it's, it's California, Central California. So we're doing a lot of long, straight drives. So, excuse me. So she's able to do her work on her laptop. So I'm just driving, you know, cruising 70 miles an hour and, um, uh, listening to the mix, just digging it, just feeling every song. I mean, that's, it's, it is, it is. I, I always kid, you know, house music is a soundtrack of my life. It's a cliche, but it's true. And, um, I was thinking on my way back while listening to dance music incessantly, I should record a mix when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. There you go. Yeah, well, there it is. Jeff Goldblum would say. Yeah. A five day weekend or uh, I've been off Thursday, Friday because the kids started school this week. So I took Thursday off and I'm like, you know what? I might as well take Friday off too. What the hell? Um, yeah. and then Saturday, um, we're like, let's have a chill day. Let's have uh let's watch a movie. And, um, this, the kids saw the ads for 47 meters down on cage and they had seen it at, in Bel Air, the Bel Air house. So I was like, Hey, I got another shark movie. And he was like, no, no, no. Why? Why? I'm like, let's watch the shallows. Ray's like, yeah, let's watch it. I'm like, all right. Um, about 50 minutes in, um, Ray got a little freaked out. He was getting a little sick. Mm-hmm. Got a little intense for him. So I'm like, well, yeah. how old are they now? Seven. Yeah. So River, when he, he didn't want nothing to do with it, he was upstairs. He's like, nope. <laughs> and Crew was playing his game. So I was like, it's just me, Amy, and Reagan. So he's like, let's take a break. And he was like, yeah, that's quite something else. Something funny. I'm like, all right, take a break. But somehow they wanted to come back to it. I'm like, Ray, you ready to finish it? It's only got a few minutes left. Don't you want to see what happens? He's like, okay. And, uh, yeah, he hung in there and, and did it. So, um, yeah, shall, it's just cool, man. Uh, it's just, you know, like lively going to the beach where her mom was. Um, when uh, she had her and she has this um, fond memories of this her mom going to this beach she has, she has a picture of her like old Polaroid so she wants to go out there and surf it she's from Texas she's like left med school her dad wants her to get back but she's like no I gotta do this so um, uh, the, the synopsis is a mere 200 yards from shore surfer Nancy's attacked by a great white shark with her short journey to safety becoming the ultimate contest of will so you, you guys remember you guys seen it uh huh um, Yep. Yeah, it's great why it was mean. And then she had a little friend, remember the seagull? Uh, okay. I think it had a, it didn't have a name on the, on the, yeah, Sully Seagull. It said, uh, Sully Steven Seagull. It says that, remember we were laughing about that. It's got fucking credit on IMDb. Sully yeah. Seagull. If you look at it, if you look on IMDb, it says Sully Steven in, in, uh, parentheses Seagull. <laughs> the Seagull. Uh, that was his friend. You know, he got its wings clipped and, uh, it was her, and uh, I don't know if it was just because Shark was just around, or I, I always enjoy a good shark movie. They're just always fucking frightening. It's like the most frightening animal on the planet. Um, you know, it's just something about being underwater, you don't hear anything, and the way they, they swim, so, you know, fucking sharks just terrifying. So, and then you get to see uh, Blake in a bathing suit almost off the movie, so that's always a plus. Yeah, you know, I'm complaining there for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, the show, I still, I give it a dollar, man. I, I enjoyed it. They enjoyed I it. Buy but... that for a dollar. It was fun, yeah. And then... I remember it being kind of PG thirteen for kids. Yeah, it's PG thirteen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just the the where it says drama horror thriller, so like the 
the scary parts, you know, like she's swimming to the island, the little island where she gets stuck at, you know, where she's, mm-hmm. you know, before shore starts getting high, where she's running out of time. Um, mm-hmm. where she's got to swim to something like she found that, that helmet with the GoPro. So she's swimming to get it. You know, and then when she's swimming back, she's like, you know, they always show that angle from like, like you're chasing, you're, you're chasing the person, you know, the, like you see their feet flapping in front of you. Um, so it's always like the shark, the shark's POV. Um, so it's always like, you know, that one second when they, they finally get on top of a boat or something, the shark goes right by you. Um, but it's gnarly though, cause like the, the wounds was, was really gnarly cause she was a nurse. So like she's like stitching her, her thigh that got bit, um, with her, like her necklace. I'm like, she, like she holds them like a clip, you know, and then like she uses her body glove, like sleeved to like hold it as a bandage, you know, it's real, real, real MacGyver shit, you know? Um, uh, yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And then, uh, then, then I was like, you guys want to watch something else? Like some, some, like, I was thinking of like some popcorn flicks, some movie, you know what I mean? Some like cool special effects, but some, not, not too superhero, not too sci-fi where he was going to get lost. So we put his head in Andreas and, uh, um, yeah, Reagan was into it. They were into it. And, uh, I think we stopped to, to eat and then came back to it. And then, uh, yeah, that was a dollar too. That was cool, man. Seeing the rock, you know, action star. This is like. I'd buy that for a this is bread and butter, right? Like this is what he's a skyscraper. I wasn't too a fan of, but this one, this one I did. I mean, I don't know because uh, uh, another eye candy was uh, Alexandra Daddario in it too. You know, mm. she's not too bad on the eyes as well. So, um, which is funny, they're making a sequel to it. So I don't know if we're gonna have more earthquakes or uh, mm. make another one. The funniest thing I'm watching though is just Amy complaining that she can't see how. She's, uh, the rock's daughter. <laughs> hmm. Cause like, how did they, you know, how did they make her? Like, she's, you know, it just kept cracking me up. She's like, that's the thing that, bug-. like, the 9.6 earthquake doesn't bother you. All these buildings fall over. The fact that she doesn't look like anything like him, that's the part that bugs you. Uh, that's kind of funny. I'm like, look, she kind of looks like her mom. And he's like, she's just like not having it. She's like, no. It looks like everyone's returning back, you know, uh, the rock, Alexandra and Carla. And it's directed by Brad Payton. So. A sequel to the 2015 action film San Andreas in which a rescue helicopter pilot tries to save his family. But that's the synopsis from the first one. It's a San Andreas 2. So, oh, Paul Giamatti returns too. Interesting. But, you know, is it going to be another different disaster? Or are they going to be on vacation, right? And the national disaster happens where they're at, right? I just don't know what's yeah. going to happen, you know? Knows. It must have done well, right, money-wise? They all do. Yeah. I mean, the effects on them are amazing though. The building's crashing, like the, the part where he's on a boat, he's going up on a big ass fucking wave. It's just like, you know, I'm thinking about this too. I'm thinking, this is like a total like 80s movie, but with just amazing special effects, right? There's nothing different that this movie wouldn't be, wouldn't be right there in the 80s movie section, right? That we were watching. It's just, it's just that type of movie. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's a love amazing story. Amazing special effects. No. Yeah. To, well, it, you know, I mean, ironically, um, I was just talking to somebody about, um, fuck, I can't think of his name now. And I couldn't think of it when I was telling the story about, uh, the, and you are getting uh, old. You can't remember anything. You know, shit. Independence Day director. Um, um, not Dean Devlin, is it? Fuck no. What the fuck's his name? He's like Roland Emmerich. Roland Emmerich. Thank you. <clears throat> so he like created this. That genre. Apocalypse. Yeah. That was yeah. it called the, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, uh, You're getting old too, bitch. I never knew it. You're still the young Thundercat. <laughs> yeah, Earth, yeah, just like a uh, uh, apocalypse. 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 No, it's just uh, a great. Uh, 
It's like the Earth's getting destroyed, you know? It's just... Uh... Earth destroying porn. I don't know what's it, what it would be called. Yeah, yeah, catastrophic. Yeah. So, anyways, he really invented it with like sort of nine eleven. He not nine eleven. I'm sorry. Um, with September. Jesus like, Christ! Now you're bringing me wrong. Nine eleven. Damn, you really. <laughs> wow. So he really invented the genre, and um, and he really invented it in like the early mid nineties. And so, yeah, San Andreas was kind of an ode to that. Uh, those films, so yeah. Disaster films. Disaster films. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it uh, it cost 110 million dollars domestically. It made 155. Foreign, it made 318. So worldwide, 473 million dollars. Um, They'd be happy with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sure. So, <laughs> which, so you gave it a dollar, right? Yes. And I will use that as an opportunity to transition oh, shit. into what we talked about. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Tony, can you help us out? Nope. A couple weeks. It's in the couple past. Weeks. It was in the past. Who cares about the past? We're looking at the future. You have to put your past behind you. There you go. So we talked about um, money. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Who do you trust? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, how studios, you know, cause we're constantly talking about, you know, domestic, foreign, and then marketing budget and production costs and all this fucking shit, right? And yeah. so it's always interesting to me. I've always been interested in economics. Um, while I have nothing to do with economics cause I'm broke, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. So, uh, so I told you, uh, stay tuned to the next episode. I'd look it up and I did, uh, uh, I looked up a couple different articles, read up some stuff, and the difficult, I, unfortunately, I cannot give you a satisfying answer. Uh, each studio, Jesus Christ, does a little bit different. all that to not give us yeah, a no shit. Each studio is going to do it a little bit differently. Um, they're going to, uh, quote unquote, advertise the production budget, the marketing budget, uh, d- differently. There's no standardized uh, budgeting here. These are for-profit private companies, uh, so they can say and do whatever the fuck they want to do. Kind of confirm my conspiracy theory about the whole, um, like, Avengers being the, the biggest film of all time. There's a lot of projecting of, of uh, income. You know, it's not like there's somebody at every fucking theater counting ticket sales. There's, there's a lot of fucking variables. Mostly what I've read is that when they say the production budget of something, it only applies to the actual cost of making the film and it doesn't account for marketing. Sometimes movies do. Um, and then like independent films and like small films are always a little bit different because they typically don't have any marketing. Um, but excuse me, some of the tent pole films, they typically have marketing that can be as expensive, if not more than the actual production budget. With that said, uh, like Tony, we were talking about before uh, you might hit record. I oftentimes fall for the trap 
myself of saying, well, you know, it needs to make its money back domestically. Um, and that's basically a bullshit um, <laughs> thing. Um, the, it, routinely, theaters make all their money on foreign. Typically, foreign is more. Hmm. We'll use San Andreas as an example. The foreign is almost twice of the domestic. So um, when you include domestic and foreign worldwide is 473. Let's do Avengers. Let's do, uh, I'll just do, um... oh, you know what I'm going to do? Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious because what they, what I did read was that a lot of movies, they make significant money worldwide and domestically they don't even do that well yeah there was that thing too where they would be casting like asian you know or different um ethnic actors too so they would help in that um like uh i think it was like one of the pacific rims you know you had one of the actresses in it to get that foreign market absolutely Mm -hmm. so this is a perfect example fast and furious presents hobbs and shaw Production budget is $200 million. Domestically, it has only made $133 million. $130.7. But foreign, it has made $303. Yeah, so it is almost three times it's foreign than it did domestically. And the studio knows that. They're not stupid. They know that the Fast, I think the Fast and Furious is one of those franchises that does gangbusters overseas. Mm -hmm. And they know that. And the truth in it, absolutely, it's a huge moneymaker for them. And so that's why sometimes in the, in America, we'll see a movie and we're like, really? They made a fucking sequel to this? And then you look and you go, yeah, it didn't make any money domestically. Look at the foreign because it routinely will, movies will do very well in foreign. Um, it never accounts for um, the income that the movies bring in merchandise. I mean, how many Avengers t-shirts does Disney sell? But you, you personally don't know what makes it, what does, how it does better overseas, right? Like you don't have a clue, or like you have a like a theory. Do I personally have a theory? No. Yeah. No idea. No. I mean, you're, you pointed out a very good point. Probably a lot of it has to do with star power overseas. Mm-hmm. You know, Idris Elba, who's British, who's, by the way, a house DJ, just in case y'all want to know, oh, since yeah. we're on the house music thing. <laughs> kind of that weird, like, fucking whatever that shit Tony and Laney listen to while feeding their turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, feel, I feel like those turtles are getting down inside their show. There's like a fucking oh, sure disco ball in there. It's just... I'm sure they are. Interest Elba is a hardcore house head. Yeah. Um, The TV show of him on Netflix, he plays a DJ. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I haven't watched that, but I remember talking about that. I want to see that. So that might sell some tickets in England or in Europe, because I'm sure fucking interest and, you know, interest Elba is a fucking man. So, um, uh, I don't, other than that, I don't know. Um, there was one, something came out recently. And it was very. Like Alita did that, I think. Alita did really well overseas. Well, let's look it up. Oh, hold on, Tony. He's almost in. He's <laughs> into the mainframe. $170 million budget, 
85 million. Oh, damn, you were right. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. See? It made $85 million domestically. It made 319 <laughs> foreign. So yeah, it made yeah. over three times its domestic budget over foreign. So Robert Rodriguez doesn't. Well, saying, so so does that, is that a success to you? Because uh, it, here, in our, in our yeah. world here, it's like, you know, it should be domestically. It should do really well to warrant them a sequel. But studios, like you said, producers like seeing that fucking world. money. It's a global yeah. economy. The studios don't give a fuck where the money comes from. Yeah. As long as they're making Which it. Which is wild, though, right? Like, you feel like it's a flop here, right? But yeah. Yeah. There. I mean, perfect, perfect example. Elite yeah. Battle Angel, yeah. while it was produced by Mr. Cameron. Right. You know, do, let's see how that Terminator movie does. You think it'll do the same, it'll have the same effect? I don't know if the Terminator franchise, if they are big. That's the, that's see, that's what I want. Like what, like Alita? It's a you know, it's a robot. It's you know, it's like based off anime. Maybe Japan. You know, uh, they, they Terminator Genesis, hundred fifty-five million dollar budget. It only made ninety million dollars. I'm rounding up domestically. Made three hundred and fifty foreign. So it's just weird now, right? It feels like they want to they they when they make their movies, they want to go okay, whatever we make here in the states be great, but let's really fucking knock it off, you know, overseas. Like, it's wild though, right? How like the percentage is like that now. Yeah, absolutely. So say how about like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Like how did like how did that do here? Opposed to like, I don't know that that that's going to do that well. Overseas. Right, I'm just curious about that type of movie, right? Where it's a big a big uh. Like action CG yeah. spectacle, you know. Come on, baby, come on. Easy. Ninety million dollar budget, hundred and fourteen domestically, seven million foreign, which tells me it's got a limited release. Mm. So it has yeah, a, interesting though, right? Uh, the foreign totals for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is only Hong Kong and Russia. Cool. So, it hasn't gotten a wide. Once rate. upon a time in Russia. Yeah, no shit. So yeah, we'll see. It. We'll see how the new Terminator does it. I'll be curious. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, so the bottom line is, it's too You're full of shit. You were always wrong. I'm full of shit. It's too complicated. Me, Tony, to right. Um, you absolutely have to look at the forum. With that said, the studios give you the numbers they want you to see, and they don't account for marketing. Um, and when you're in Hollywood and you see that gigantic poster on the side of a building, mm-hmm. that wasn't free. The big Godzilla on top of the Cinerama. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And so they, they, in the production budget, that doesn't account. But it also doesn't account for the rights that Netflix plays pays to get this movie. There's a ton of other Blu-rays, DVDs, while we've talked shit about the whole sure. physical media. Um, and Art, if you remember, you didn't hear that clinking and clinking. I didn't drink, eat no ice cream. It's just for you, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it doesn't account for that. So there's a lot of money to be made outside of the theaters. So, but I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to quit this podcast and I'm going to start producing movies. There you go. <laughs> All right, Jay Bruckheimer. See you on the other side. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Somewhat unsatisfying, but uh, interesting. Interesting, nonetheless. Yeah. 
Hopefully, yeah. Well, luckily, you know, I don't know, luckily, but maybe in this case, you know, Donaldo and Angie can't really hear that well, so they might have not heard all that. Yeah. So, lucky, lucky for them, but Arden Reed, I think it's that clicky clacky, your fucking spoon on the bowl and your keyboard, man. You're hearing people's eardrums. Well, you calm down, is what you need. D is fucking deaf, and Angie just too much noise. I don't I really feel bad. I've, I've... We should whisper the rest of the episode. Well, then we should just let Tony talk. <laughs> That's an excellent idea. Tony. I chose the homework, Brightburn. What'd you think of it? <laughs> uh, yeah, this was cool. Uh, I was at, like... Have you seen any trailers? You went mm, blind? Nope. Uh, I think we heard someone talk about it, Donaldo think talking about it, in one of his uh, calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the only real exposure I got to it. Gotcha. So I had an idea. I was like, all right, I, I kind of knew what was happening or what was coming. Um, I think it would have been fun to have this, you know, completely fresh and blind going into it blind. Um, just to be, just to be surprised by, you know, the, the, pretty much the horror aspect of it and combined with the you know, super, super human, supernatural aspect of it. Um, but it had its, yeah, it had its jump scares. Um, it was, had its, had its gore. Had its, had its really creepy, eerie factor. Um, its, its tension building. There was one scene at the end with the, uh, with a light that was going, like, it was red, and then it went black, and then it was like normal light, and then it went black, and then it went red, and it just kept cycling that pattern, which was a, it was unique. It was a unique, uh, a pattern. Normally it's just like, you know, a strobe or something. Um, so that caught my eye and that was kind of cool. Um, but it, it, it's, it, I, I kept having the thoughts of, uh, Donaldo's talking about, uh, what do you say? Like General Zod. The version the land of, on Earth and stuff. Right, Superman. right. And so that's, I, I constantly had that in the back of my head. So Donaldo spoiled it. Yeah, D spoiled it for me. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, but it was cool. No, I, I enjoyed it. It was, um, some of those, some of those scenes were, were gory and gruesome and, and, mm-hmm. and fit, it, it fit well with the, the, the feeling of the movie. As it, I had some, it had a lot of practical effects, which I was quite pleased with. Mm. Cool. Yeah, I don't care Sorry. if they're practical or not. <laughs> no, it, it, you know, it d- doesn't matter to me if they're practical or not. Um, like it, it, it seems to matter well, to should, you guys it. a lot, but I don't care as if, as long as it sells it, if it sells well, the scene and I buy it and I'm buying it, I don't care. Um, so I think so you don't get taken out of a movie then if it's a CG is terrible. It's bad CG. I get taken out more of a movie if it's bad practical effects. Hmm. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here! I'm like, why did you fuckers right use CG? You got all this computer computing power. See, it goes both ways, doesn't it? No, uh, that's that's a irrelevant statement. That's completely wrong. <laughs> we we can't allow that, judges. Nope. Oh, that's all right. I mean, that's a bad practical effect. Give me an example. Like every '80s movie. That's some. That, that's the glory days. What are you talking about? Tom Savini at his best. What are you talking about? You don't see you don't see practical effects now. 
How, how is that the bad time? Right. Why? Why not? Because they're lazy. They don't want to do it. It's faster on the computer. But then you watch Total Recall. You see my man getting shot up with squibs. The dude in the escalator. You see the squibs flying up. You see his flesh jumping off his shoulders. That doesn't look real. Or now you'd have the CG bullets, right? The CG shots. And you know how bad that looks, right? We can all agree on that. So I'm just, I'm, you know, I get what you're saying. There are like, like if you're talking about like a really bad horror movie that's like they can't afford like really good effects, they have bad, you know? That's my point. <laughs> that, that, that kind of thing stands out to me more than CGI. Bad but let's CGI. be honest, you're not watching those movies anyway, so. <laughs> You can't oh, say yeah, you know, those were bad. Probably like man, you don't you don't you don't spend your time watching bad bad horror movies. So right, <laughs> and that's part of it. So you can't say you see bad practical effects. <laughs> Would you say the birds was bad practical effects? When those birds were thrown to the door, and the people were like holding them like puppets, and they're attacking the people. Would you say yeah. that was bad? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Back, oh, here comes Harley. Here comes the referee. I came back. My mic dropped out. <laughs> oh, shit. No wonder it was so quiet. <laughs> um, bad practical effects are typically a result of age. So, again, the birds, perfect example. These movies are 50, 60 years old. Yeah. Fuck yeah, the practical effects are bad. <laughs> But you well, they, give it, you give it like, a break because you, you know that how Andreas, you see buildings topping over each other, right? It looks incredible, right? It's insane, mm-hmm. right? If you were to do that now, you'd have to have like you know little miniature, miniature wise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm forgiving of bad practical effects. Um, typically, you'll see it in those again those '80s, '70s, '80s, early '90s movies with miniature work. Um, I think the story. Fonzo, you might be able to correct me. Um, they have to under, under shoot the film so the miniature looks to be, when you film a miniature, it looks weird because of the film speed. And so they have to like speed up or slow down the film, the camera, or the, the, the other yeah, camera. And, um, like in any old Godzilla movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Typically with those early, miniature even like like i remember like the the in terminator one when the uh fuel tank blows up you can really see it's a miniature um Mm -hmm. they got better at miniature work um as time has gone on um but yeah i think we're a huge fan of t2 right it mixes both perfectly right well, you got the, the amazing CG effects of course. With, with, with T-1000, right? Of course. But then you see the amazing work of Stan Winston in fucking Practical. Arnold's face. Yeah, of course. Which is incredible. I, so I, like, I would actually argue that somebody did that better. And that would be Spielberg in Jurassic Park. I would argue he did a better job sure of mixing. Are you uh, fucking shitting on Cameron right now? No, I'm not shitting on Cameron. I'm well, fucking. Well, Spielberg was better than Cameron. No, I am literally just sucking Stan Winston's dick right now. Oh, okay, okay. Because of course he's wow. responsible. Click on for that. Both. <laughs> R.I.P. No, yeah. uh, no, I'm serious. Like in Terminator Two, well, he's a real MVP. You have yeah, you have pure CG scenes or not scenes, but shots, and you're like, that's amazing CG, but you know that it's CG because you couldn't pull it off. 
And then, of course, most of the movie is practical effects. But in Jurassic Park, you're constantly going, wait a second, is that practical or is that CG? Is that practical or is that CG? You just don't know. And that's why I would argue Jurassic Park is not a better movie, but a better blending of practical and CG. Sure. How did we get here? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, we were talking about. I don't give a shit about practical. Of bright. Bird. Like, like, I never once, my mind never went back and forth between is that practical or is that CG watching Jurassic Park. I just enjoyed the fucking film. Never once but did I think, thing. oh, that's is that good. practical? Oh, is that CG? I never once got pulled out of the movie. That is more of a credit to how well it did than exactly. constantly going back and forth. But have you ever watched a movie and go, ooh, that's bad CG? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that exactly. happens. Yeah, but, but if you're watching it for the 50th time, too, you're, you're you know, it's going to be different. You're, you're, you're viewing of it, right? Or now you're picking, like, like Harley says, he always picks movie, movies apart. Or yeah, like, how, so. how was that made? Or how was yeah, that done? You know, because you already know the story so well, you don't really have to focus on the story now. You already know what's going to happen. Yeah, so you focus just... on other things, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Well, in in Tony Alfonso, I think it was you that that forwarded us a video a long time ago, is several years ago. Oh, excuse me. And it wasn't CG doesn't make a movie bad. It's bad CG that that. Has given CG. Yeah, I think they were showing a lot of like Fury Road or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect yeah. example. Really good CG. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it really made me, really made me pull back on the whole, you know, like uh, fuck CG, you're all about practical. But then, like, yeah, like, yeah you know, absolutely. I watched that video kind of really, you know, opened my eyes. I was like, you know what, like all the background's fucking CG. You know, you don't even realize yeah, yeah, it, but yeah. it is. There's, so much, it's so much of CG nowadays is subtle. Mm-hmm. It's just adding to the like the whole crowd in Gladiator. You're like, fuck! I thought they really filled those seats, you know? No, 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 fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, good CG um, can just be an immersive. But like Tony, you admitted you've watched a movie where bad CG took you out of it. Yeah, of course. Um, the the whole thing was <laughs> this started because I said bad practical effects pull me out of a movie more. Than bad CG. Hmm. That's that was what sparked this whole thing. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. And it could just be my bias of being born into CG. I was born in a when the CG was on the rise, whereas yeah, you guys yeah, were born yeah, when Har- practical Tony, was on uh, the rise. Harley. Tony was raised with he he was born with a talking whiz kid coming out of the womb, so he was already in love with computers. Yeah, I was already here. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little biased. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little. I mean, he's the same generation, but a couple of years here and there can't make a difference. Sure does. Listen, yeah. Oh, I get it. I totally get it. So, yeah, I mean, me too. yeah. I just think like when, like when they do deaths, it's cool when they do it practical, you know? Well, and that's so, so to get back to the movie Brightburn. Yes. Um, uh, he's not here to save the world. This isn't the point. And Tony, man, you, you had some really good points. And, and I, I surprisingly enjoyed this movie from beginning to end. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Because um, it didn't say Marvel in the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> they, Did you say to the end credits? There's, there's a ton of sort of cliche horror things. Of course, Tony pointed out jump scares. Um there's an element of horror movie where there's, you know, you get to see some, you know what you get to, see? you know what, what's special hmm. is, it is a superhero movie, 
right? It's a super villain movie. Yeah. Super villain. Unfortunately, we don't get to see the superhero. Or fortunately, we don't get to see the superhero. Because I think if you, sorry, I'm moving around. Um, if you, if you input superhero into this movie, you make it a lot more complicated. Um, they would do that for the sequel, which I hope they don't make. Um, because then it just ends up becoming a, I, I you feel know, like they, they can't. I feel it, like they, well, they, and they do it in the credits. Well, they do it at the, in the right, credits. right. But I feel like the credits kind of sealed the idea of making a sequel. It's like they just sure. put the 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 that's like the the cher- the cherry on top of the joke, and like ha, ain't that funny, guys? And we can't, they can't revisit it because that's you know, spoiler alert. It's it's in. What did I miss? The reference and reference did what you not get that those? in the in the credit no did i miss something yeah missed you missed it you didn't see michael worker talking at the end i did i did okay and he made reference and, and it was a reference right and then on the on screen in the background yeah that's right like there's really a like, yeah, the, yeah there's yeah, a, there's yeah. a it looks like someone who looked like and then a like like drawing with a rope, I was like, dude, I'm looking totally, at yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah, like that. That kind of seals it. it. Like it's a nail in their coffin of right. the of a sequel. They're like they can't, but it's fun as fuck. I was like, I right. loved it. Play with, uh, yeah. The way it ended, I loved the fuck out of it. I was like, <laughs> fucking ate the. Spoiler they, alert! They, they dropped. Yeah, I know. Serious. I'm, I'm spoiling the whole fucking thing because I'm pumped because they play. I was like, I, know. I was yeah. like, yes, I loved it. I was I was rocking out all all, all at the end. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. No, no sequels for this one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but um, <laughs> I had a good time with it. Um, um. But do you have a problem with like? Was a kid because of the? Uh, since we're already spoiling, we, we might as well just tell us. Well, I mean, I'm, well, I'll I'll bleep it out. Let's try to talk about okay. it as if we're not. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sure. So nine. Okay. Well, then I'll wait for... Yeah, we'll do another spoiler section where you can go all out. Okay. Sounds good. The people deserve okay, well, then I'll, a, a better I'll review. For, yeah. Okay, then I'll say that for later then. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, no, yeah. I was into it too. I mean, it was, like I said, um, seeing the trailers, I had already seen it, so I kind of knew it was like that whatever reverse Superman style or character, I guess. It's, it's just the similarities are there. You can't avoid it, right? It comes from space. as like a farm town, right? It's just... If you know the story, you you pick up on it pretty quick. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. But if yeah, if you don't recount, you don't know anything. It would just seem like what the fuck was wrong with this kid? Yeah, mm-hmm. super creepy. Which was kind of uh, cool. Like Lainey's experience, she didn't she didn't recognize the Superman trope. Yeah, so she's see, like exactly. So, so, so she's she, like, yeah, see, did she fuck an alien? <laughs> That was her initial. It's like, what? Did something landed? Like, did it inseminate her? Yeah, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty funny. Because you're right. Any other, yeah, any other person, you know, has any hinting of any of Superman's origin story would pick up on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting. Well, it skips. The movie um, It's very, very short. It's an hour and a half long. That's with credits, right? So the movie is really about an hour and 20 minutes. And, um, um, so it has to get to the, it has to get to the meat because we basically 
it kind of basically turns into sort of a cliche traditional horror film about once we're once once the and I guess we're kind of in spoiler territory. Um, once the kid realizes, oh shit, I'm super super. I have superhero powers. It basically turns into a horror film, and it's basically at that point where okay, we're just going to start offing people. So how are we going to do that? Okay, we're going to do it in kind of traditional horror movies. That's where I was kind of like a kind of a fan. They worked a lot of practical magic, practical effects with some really good sound effects, like the dude in the jaw and he's like, blah, 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 and you seem like gargling blood. You're like, Ugh. like I'm just listening to it. I had headphones on when I was watching it. So I was <laughs> like, it worked, <laughs> you know? Um, and so, um, but it really sort of blends that sort of superhero. What would the world be like if, if like you pointed out, Zod landed and then it was rated R because if Zod was who was landed, there'd be a lot of blood flying, <laughs> you know, and this movie gives it. And, and I, I give it a ton of cred for, for just doing that. You know what I mean? And I'm Mr. Superhero fatigue, obviously, but this one really worked for me because it's refreshing, right? It was a different take. He's not, yeah, super, he's not super villain fatigued. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. I'm not super villain fatigue. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh huh. So, um, uh, what was my, he loves the Despicable Me series, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. I drank too much wine tonight. Um, go ahead, Fonzo. What did you think? Yeah, like I said, I, I enjoyed it as well. Like I said, I knew from the trailer, so I, I kind of had an idea. Um, but my, my take was, which I'll get into, like, what, was, what was causing him, you know? Because I thought maybe if they raise him, you know, they can raise him normal. Um, but obviously well, I think they did largely up until that age. Until right. he's basically, I think he's twelve in the movie, mm-hmm. 10, 11 and twelve. Which yeah, are that's really and that's as... why as a parent watching it, it's, it's so disheartening because I feel for them. I'm like, fuck, it's you know, like when the dad's looking at the pictures as a kid, you know, that he's getting the gifts from, you know, like there's my to my dad. And it's like fuck, and and it's like, it's really scary because he really he really is helpless because he can't fucking spank him or ground him. The motherfucker <laughs> could kill him with a snap of his finger or burn his, you know. Or I mean, we'll get into spoilers, but you know, some happens, and it's like, you know, yeah, it's fucked. And up. I thought I thought the the David Denman, mm-hmm. um, I, he's one of those actors like I recognize him, but I can't tell you what I saw. I, him. I just always know him from The Office. He was Pan's boy. Oh, good. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was the boyfriend yeah. of. Uh, uh, he's really good at it, and yeah. so is Elizabeth Banks. Now, Elizabeth Banks has history with James Gunn. She was in Slither. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't this is Brian it. Gunn and Mark Gunn, but I think James Gunn produced it, though, right? Yeah, yeah. James Gunn produced it. Yeah. And um, I saw Michael Rooker's in it. <laughs> oh no! Wait, Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn wrote it. Right. Sure they're, they're his brothers, right? It must be, unless they're gay and married. <laughs> Hey, you never know. <laughs> I don't think of that way, but sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm sure it's a gun family yeah. tradition horror. And you can see it. It just works. Oh, yeah. It makes me want to watch Slither again. I remember having a good time with that. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know what it does is it's it's a short movie. I appreciate it for being R though. It you know, does it have to be, but you appreciate it for what? For being rated R. Oh fuck I mean, yeah! That, that makes money it. If it was PG thirteen. Because the movie says, "Look, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna make a rated R. We're gonna throw your traditional horror cliches with the blood and the guts. We're gonna be able to sell it." From the superhero standpoint, it literally is in the IMDb. What if a child from another world crash landed on Earth? Sounds like Superman so far. But instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister. It's perfect, right? So, you know, all those kids that have loved and spent tons of money on superhero, Superman, super, you know, and like you pointed out, the, the references in the credits. What happens if he landed and he was just like, you know what, I'm going to fuck people up. <laughs> and so we get that and we get the rated R version of it, too. Yeah, it's got a lot of the horror tropes. It's got a lot of the superhero tropes, too. But... And I'm not familiar with the director David Yorvosky, Yor- mm-hmm. um, but credit credit to him. Um, it's a tight film. Um, it there's not a lot of wasted space. Um, it it I I've, I've said this time and time again. The characters largely do what they would in real life. I've said this before, and. Um, this is another example, like people running down the street or, or if, you know, the buildings collapse, what are they going to do? Get the fuck out. And in this movie, there were several times where I was like, they better do this or I'm going to be annoyed. And sure enough, they did this. So I was, I was quite pleased with that. So, right. um, oh, rating? Rating? Yeah. What do you give it? Yeah, time? absolutely. I had a good time. High dollar for sure. Yeah. Um, I would say I would even go so far as to give it a high dollar if hey, anybody, hey, if anybody, hey yeah, 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 six point two in IMDb. Um, there's a lot. To, there's a lot more to say. Um, yeah. I, I think the performances were good. The kid. Um, I was hoping to see somebody at Comic Con dressed like that. I was disappointed. It, it would be tough. Well, yeah, I mean, you, he's got the weird like red sweater on his head, but. Um, uh, the the supporting cast was all fine. Elizabeth Banks was good. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, I had a good time with David Denman. I love the scene where he goes, uh, "Yeah, good talk." <laughs> There's a little tiny bit of humor in the film, just to just to kind of break it up. Um, I I guess maybe you could have worked at a little TNA, and that would have actually made it even better. There but you go. Um, we get some decent kills. That yeah. oh 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 the eyeball scene. Ooh. Tony, Tony, right? You had a, you were a little oh, what? <laughs> You're a little uncomfortable with the eyeball scene. Yeah, that was a great scene. Fuck yeah, yeah right, mm-hmm. right. So mm-hmm. uh, even the way it was shot too was cool. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I give it a dollar as well. Yeah, I really liked it. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'm right there with you. This was enjoyable. I'd buy that for a dollar. Should we do spoilers first before we... Um, Yeah, I was just going to say real quick. I think what I really like about it is that it's a a horror movie that's not supernatural. 
it's not like 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 relying on the supernatural side of things like you know what I mean? It's it's fabulous point. It's almost it's like a, a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi horror, but it's right on the border. Like it's not really sci-fi. It's just it's like yeah, it's 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 on the edge. It's on the edge of the super. It's a super something. Traditionally, <laughs> funny, it says horror sci-fi. Rely, yeah, traditionally these movies rely on ghosts, right? And the idea of an afterlife, and the idea of a spirit, and the idea of a Christian based, the but you know what it is too, though in the in the horror genre, like you could put this in there with the creepy kids section. Yes, exactly. Children of the Corn, Prodigy, you know, absolutely, like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's something very very sinister and off putting about something that appears innocent but is actually evil. Like, well, and kudos to the kudos to the director and the performance that he gets from the actor. And um, there's a scene. It's funny. Me and Chris about this exact where the kid lies to us. Like, like, you go to your room. You're grounded. Tony, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Bonzo, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yep. You're grounded. Go to your room. Me and me and the wife go in the bedroom, and we go. That motherfucker's lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> Little bastard lying to me. It's a parent. Hey, dude, will you forget Tony was a kid too? He might have lied to his parents. He can be in his Well, I'm sure he does, but he doesn't remember, and he probably thinks he deserves it. But I remember remember every single one. Read art, Angie. I know you know what the fuck I'm talking. D. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about because the PlayStation doesn't cheat on him. (laughs) Your kid fucking lies to you, and your head explodes Mm -hmm. quietly in it. You're like, I have given you everything. I give you life. I give you fucking back to school clothes. You little cocksucker. I have fed you. Angie, you've breastfed, I'm sure. I don't know about you, Reed, but I never did any breastfeeding art. I never did no breastfeeding, but I certainly heated up some boob milk in the mic, in the fucking hot water pot. Yeah. Fonzo, you might be, yeah, I went done that before. Nope. And breastfed all, all the way. I didn't do no. Oh, way. fuck that. Oh, that's right. Cause crew was yeah. breastfed like a long time. Oh, I had to fucking wake up at 2 a.m. Cause the fucking didn't baby's fuck crying and get the boo milk out of the freezer and then fucking heat it up in a pot of hot water. Cause you can't microwave. Now, you, now, now are you telling them all this while you're mad at them for lying to you? I you're, remember you're this while the little bastards are lying to me. Wow. So they, no, dad, I don't know where that Candy wrapper came from. Mm-hmm. No, Dad. I what happened today? I'm like, who are you eating in the room? I told you not to eat in your room. <laughs> no. I'm like, what's that bag of Doritos down there? You know? Why is there a Takis on the floor right there? Uh, I don't know. I'm like, you don't know how that got there? You don't know how they got there? And he's just going to blame it on his brothers. Yeah. No, it's him. He knows. It's his game room. It's like, who are you thinking <laughs> It's like, to your guilty as charged, you know? <laughs> the way around it. But you're right. When, when they, they lie, lie, like, come on, when man. they... Because you know why? To, they don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to get in trouble. Right. So our big thing with, like, with our kids has been, look, you'll get in more trouble for lying. Dang. I know it's a cliche. Yes. And I'm, I'm sure Tony's eyes are rolling in the back of his head like a fucking slot machine. Like, okay, Jesus Christ, man. If I was a parent, I would fucking nail it. No, no, no. This is just reason number, you know, 300,541 to, to not have kids. You're missing out. I hate to say Obviously. it. Obviously. 
And and Tony, I like you. You're good people. You'd be a good good father. There there's there's an element of um, good parenting is binary. Good parenting is is ones and zeros. For the one lie they do that, but the one hug and kiss they give you, like at night, oh. like, or just randomly you'd be sitting on the couch and go, Daddy, I love you. I love you. Melt your fucking heart. You know what I get from Mazzy? I What's get that? the you're my you're my you're the best family I ever had. I'm like, I'm your only Man. family you ever had to shit, but thanks. We know what she means. She, you know, yeah, she exactly. don't like, bullshit you know. me. Don't <laughs> so, now we're having fun. But it, but when that, that happens in the movie, wow. it's like, that motherfucker's lying to me. Yeah. You got up, huh? You, you're like, I know what you mean. I know. I, I know it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, the gun family who wrote this movie, they know it. They're, they got kids. They, Yo, that scene though with the dad, and he's got mm. him sitting out there, and he's got the rifle point at him. Mm. I was like, God damn! That was the one really, scene really that I there. thought. That was the one scene in the movie. I was like, shenanigans! You wouldn't have been able to do that. No father who raised his kid for ten years would have been able to do unless his kid came out of a spaceship. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't meet. I didn't meet my kid. You don't know how old. you're gonna. Re- no, you cannot predict how you'll react around a spaceship. Okay, because oh, 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 that's never happened. <laughs> I don't care how much practical special effects you can bring up. You don't know. You Just like you can tell me on. that there's no way I know how I'm gonna <laughs> react when I have having a kid. There's no way you know how you'll react. When there's it's a, a good thing that Tony doesn't have kids. Yeah, I'm really. Clear, yeah. <laughs> he has no problem shooting him in the back of the head. Just keep paying pay, spoiler. Uh, Tony, just keep paying them taxes. Yep. <laughs> oh, I intend to. <laughs> I'm sure you do, boy. With no, no tax breaks. What's the problem is, is his 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 siblings haven't had a kid, so it's like, I don't know if your parents oh, are your pressure with the parents are nervous. Yeah, well, yeah. they're so young. Oh. Although, what your sister? How old is she? She's got to be thirty. Mm, Twenty-eight. Oh, okay. So she's still, yeah. Well, Fonzo, you. Well, Fonzo, you ended up having three, and your parents only had two. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, funny. Anyways, high dollar. Um, Do you want to get into spoiler up? territory real quick, or what? Uh, Fonzo, you, you said yeah, you I just one thing, yeah. I just, hmm. yeah. The following may spoil the movie for your poor, sensitive ass. You've been warned. So the kid was normal. I mean, he was okay. he was good, right? And so that he was getting those alien messages from that fucking thing, right? Right. Is that when he turned? Well, that's that's a good that's a good question because I kind uh, of pointed it out. I think it sparked with puberty when the girl looked at him. Mm-hmm. The girl talked to him in class. Mm-hmm. That that is when it happened. Mm-hmm. And that's when he started hearing the noises from the spaceship. Good point. Yeah. So it was like his he the second he got a hard on it pointed to the <laughs> yep. planet it pointed to the from. spaceship. <laughs> See it, kids, man. see, don't be having sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, die in, you die in horror movies, 
and become a fucking crazy killer. Right. No, you got you got to give him the you got to teach him about it, the birds. Yeah, it's almost like it was almost like that. Yeah, the alien was like waiting for him. Like, all right, guys, yeah. we got a room full of aliens. All right, kids, when mm. the kid gets the owner, it's on. <laughs> Send, relay the messages. It's over. Well, right? that's we're, I we're mean, destroying Earth. That's, that's the a, thing because because he was such a sweet kid before all that, right? Right. So I'm thinking like, how the fuck did this kid turn? Like, why would he you know do that? Because he wasn't human. He wasn't human. Could be help, but even he and he didn't understand love, right? From his parents, like that shit was all gone. Well, he, he got he, taken right? over. Like he got taken over. There is a level in the movie where it almost seems like he's possessed. Yeah, right. The scene where he's yanking on the the door, he's drawn to it. No, he specifically says, walking. "Where am I?" When he wakes up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's he's. There is a level of um, dual identity possession. Right. And that's where kind could of he been like saved? Your could, so my big question was: Could he have been saved? Uh no, I don't think so. No, no, I'm with Tony on this one. Yeah. My child can't be saved. I mean, he couldn't <laughs> have been saved. No. <laughs> well, Harley's like, wait a minute. You're talking about Maddie. We're talking about the movie here. What's going on? Her nickname was Monster for many oh. years. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> now I just wonder uh, if they destroy, you know, like destroy like the the, the brain and it'll, and it'll, everything else will die afterwards, right? No, I I, I think I just feel um, bad for him, you know. Like if he would, like there was a little sense of human, like from being raised by the parents, you know. Like I felt like I felt bad for the guy, you know, because he didn't know what he was, you know. Because like, wait, you lied to me, right? That's you get that at the beginning, and then yeah. the movie quickly Dude. turns into when no. He fucking he, kills his parents. I was like, damn. He, spoiler alert! Oh, that's we're, right. We're, <laughs> I was like, we're we're here, homie. <laughs> we're yeah, yeah. save, we're on a save zone. <laughs> yeah, obviously, oh, you know the got the way he did his mom. I was like, god damn. He, right? The practical effects of all the. It's like you said, Tony. The villain wins. I was not ready for that though. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like, this ain't Disney Marvel, man. This ain't gonna have a happy ending. I'm like. All right. I, I was like, yeah. I, I, it was so satisfying that the villain won because the it's movie made it. No, because the movie made it out like he. How how can how, there there is nothing that can stop him? Like unless uh, unless like she somehow gets him to fall onto a spaceship because the spaceship is the only thing that can cut him. You know, like like and she even tried. She tried, and then once he yeah. stopped her. And and that, 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 I was thinking that too. I was like, oh, "Come on, really? She's gonna be able to stab him back and save the world?" And then he stops her. I was like, "Yep, there it is." There's like, You're "There's no, there's no way." No, this there's fucking nothing. superhero comes onto this planet. We yeah. are done. And, and didn't even hesitate. Again, yeah. like you said, he's possessed, right? And the credits so address it. So the there's credits. no, there's no feelings. There's no emotions right there with her, right? Yeah, no, no, so no. He's, her, it's just, yeah, like, it's, it's, he's a sociopath it's for sure. Yeah, yeah. he's Scary. he's 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 Trump. Um. He, at the credits, it addresses it. He just starts terrorizing his city. Well, no, his tiny little city in Kansas. He's got his uh his prime directive. He's got his take the world. Yeah, one fucking yeah, take the world. Yeah, that's it. Take so, the world. That's all he's trying to do now. And they're no, showing like... those news clips. It's crazy. He was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I. I... I had a good time with it. I mean, I could watch this movie again and maybe almost give it a Slater. Uh, I would happily watch it again. It has potential. It has potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's well paced and it's 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 know, long. It's done very it's well. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like when I, very good. Chet is very good. I remember watching it, thinking it's done very competently. Did you know because where it was going to go? You get 
No. I had no idea. No. See, that's always good. I didn't know. And and so we had good performances. It was edited very well. It's short. It's short I wonder if Tony would have hated if it did have a good end, like a happy ending. Tony, Probably. would you have a problem if it had a happy ending? I mean, it depends on how they sell it. Like I said, it's all about selling it, like if I can buy it. If it makes sense in the rules that they establish of the movie. And in the rules that they established, that's the, he's going to win. They, well, no. He's going to win. That's, yeah. There's no, there's no, um, there's no, no superhero in this movie. Right. Right. Yeah, that gives it another dread. Like, yeah, the sense of dread, right? Like, yeah, these like, yeah. Oh, and it, 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 <laughs> and, you know, it, it probably helps that I just came from the boys, which had that aspect, you know, like, yeah. the, mm. the, 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 well, the, and it said soups, uh, a terrorist soup, they called it or whatever, a soup terrorist. On the episode seven, uh, soup terrorists. Yeah, right, right. It's the the I I had come from the idea of bad super people, so yeah. this kind of fit in, and it just I was like, yeah, I I, I dug it. And also, they're in Kansas, so it reminded me of when I was playing Red Dead Redemption. God, fuck. <laughs> I think this is four weeks strong yeah. on the Red Dead Redemption. I'm gonna keep it going. You keep it going. <laughs> keep it going, baby. Keep it going. Um, it it does trigger the primal psychology that we as humans have, and a lot of sociologists have studied this over the years. Are we inherently good or inherently bad? You know, are children born good? And they develop bad tendencies and they become selfish and they want to take and it's me, me, me because of society or, or are they born that way? And, and obviously, you know, there's outliers and there's some kids are going to be born evil and, and they're going to have that, that gene switched and they're not going to have empathy and they're not going to be able to empathize with other human beings and they're become, you know, presidents of the United States, uh, <clears throat> or are they going to become Gandhis, you know, mother, the, the cliche Mother Teresa. Um, and this movie takes the, takes, makes a, a clear choice. And that is that we are, well, and, and the movie addresses it by saying that this kid isn't a human. He's, he's some sort of alien. Um, that once he realizes his power, he is inherently bad because there's not a lot of explanation for what he does or why he does what he does. Um, he realizes, Tony, you pointed it out. I gotta, t- I gotta take it all. It's, it's mine. It's, um, he's like Scarface. Well, you know, well, world. and the thing is, and there is even a scene, the world is your oyster. Yep. <laughs> you yep, know? yep. But, but that, that was a message given to him by the spaceship. The yeah. spaceship was a, had talking voices in a different language, and he was even saying, "Like, like, take, take. That's what that mm-hmm. means in that language. It means take, take the, take the, and then, and and eventually it became out, take the world. So that's well. A and the payoff that, is when he's talking to the the his uh, aunt. He's right. like, I'm superior. Yeah. If a fucking ten year old told you I'm superior, your spidey sense be tingling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You'd yeah, be like. Absolutely. If my fucking 11 year old said, dad, I woke up today and I decided that I'm superior. I'd be like, uh, fucking pick up some dog shit, kid. Yeah. Or I ain't paying you <laughs> your allowance. 
Uh-huh. Gets a step in. Yep. Oh, shit. Right. And then um, there was a there was another part in the movie right at the beginning in the in the school when he talks about um bees and wasps and how mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. and some wasps like like trick other wasps to raise yeah. their kids for them. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of what's happening. Like mm-hmm. yep. So, yep. Yep. Oh and that and that's that just goes and again it's just more and more good filmmaking. That's clever, yeah. Yeah, clever is a good shadow, word for it. Throw it out there yes. real quick, and then yeah. come back later to it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Ooh. high dollar. Yeah, um, let's see how they talk. do. I'm gonna take a leak. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Those are buddy Art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. That was a perfect, perfect transition. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought he went while you were playing. Right, I thought he said it was perfect because he, he yeah he, and he waits until he goes back. Oh, that's great, guys! I gotta go to the bathroom, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, all right, fine. I'm gonna take a leak now. Fuck it. All right, leak break. Okay. Someone come back. I am. I'm here. All right. Was that your song? Another song? Yeah, that's a DJ Snake Frequency seventy five from his new album. Just dropped. Ooh. There you go. Damn, Tony sounds like a fucking. I know. Promoter. <laughs> Just dropped August eighteenth. Coming at you. Check us out on iTunes. <laughs> So what's their, what's their scores at? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, we get some crazy. Some weeks happen. It's crazy. Um, you know, Angie started the week with 21 points. Between the birds and Interstellar, she ended up scoring eight points. 
Reed had a rough week, didn't score any points, went from 18 to 18. Because I think the weekend before that, he was like crushed it. Um, Art, he's at, oh, Art killed it. Mm-hmm. That's right, that's right, Art crushed it. Because he, he did the double down on Slater's. Um, so he's up to 22 and a half. Donaldo. I'm glad he's deaf because he only has 15. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Angie is still crazy lead at 29 points. Uh, Reed had a w- one or two bad weeks. He's at 18. Art, 22 and a half. So. Angie's in first, Art's in second, uh, Reed is in third, and D is in, in four. So I feel like D needs to win a championship. I feel like D, his priorities are a little skew. He's focused on his hearing, and he needs to get that shit locked down <laughs> and, and focus on what's important, the championship. And... uh Got nothing but love for you, D. Uh-huh. You can come up here and spill spill coke on my floor any day. <laughs> I love you, you baby. Come down there. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah. It, it, I mean, the the thing is because because we've set up the game that we have, it's still anybody's ball game, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, D could double down and gamble all his points. And bam, that could put him in the lead. So <laughs> there you go. Yep. It's exciting. All right, here we go. Number one. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. What's up, bad boys? Your homeboy Art calling on to this week's homework, which was Brightburn, a movie I couldn't catch in the theater, but I have seen it since. Uh, well, it was just advertised as an evil Superman movie. I liked it. It was quick, fun, and it was pretty cool. The that one big, nah, I'm not gonna give any spoilers, but that big one uh, action scene involving the truck. Holy shit! That was cool. <laughs> mm. But anyway, let's get on with the points. I'm gonna say straight up, dude, and these nuts all across the board. Donaldo. <laughs> <laughs> so Donaldo, Donaldo, I'm betting five, counting one, two, three, four, five points. I'm getting crazy. I'm getting desperate, and that's what it is. I love it. Woo. Okay, okay. Wait a second. <clears throat> so, no accent, right? But it was a certified D. Check. So he got four points, and then All he right. gambled five. Yep. Correct. So plus five. Correct. So four plus five equals one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine points. I can't so feel t- like you're waiting for us to count for you, or you literally <laughs> count on your finger like hey, stalling for. It. Say nine already. <laughs> is that is that the new leading uh, high score? Per, per- yes. Yes, that puts him at thirty-one point five. Were you saying the most anyone can get? No. That's not what you're saying. No, right? most most earned in one round, like in one round, or in one. No, yeah, because one. he missed the accent. No, no, but he he's gotten the most in one round. Yeah, no one has gotten he just that, scored that much. Nine points. Six, seven, eight. Yes. Yeah, he, I think the biggest swing we've ever seen is seven or eight. Seven, right? Well, I thought Angie got one big, like a 
She did, but not nine. But not nine. She's never scored nine points in one swing. Nobody's ever won their gamble. Right. Oh, that's a good point. This is the first time somebody has won their gamble. Fucking A. Cool. What a gamble it was. That's a good one. All right. Here we go, number two. He knew, too. He was just like... Yeah. Hey, bad boys. It's English radio announcer guy again. And uh, this week, you're looking at Brightburn, which... Donaldo says he's excited for it comes out of the film it, 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 the film that the the movie theater this week and uh well everybody else has seen it I, I haven't seen it I could have watched it yesterday but I was watching friends nevertheless let's get on with the show <laughs> uh I think Harley will give this film a dollar I think Tony will give this film a low dollar and I think Fonto will give this film a high dollar I will always also wager eight points. Oh shit! <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, Tony, put yeah. that tongue back in your mouth because yeah. Art just got whooped. Just got his ass whooped on my certified okay. Donaldo. Okay, that was it. And he had an accent. And he had an accent. Yeah, damn. Okay, this the math is starting to get difficult. Plus, I drank a bunch of wine, so. Okay, so what do we got? So he gambled eight, right? Eight and got all three, four, five. He got so all eight three, five. right? So he gets 13. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen points. He just scored thirteen points plus I have to. I played it for art. Got to play it for, for, for thirty-one. So ironically, the tiebreaker of art's half a point no. is there. Art has thirty-one <laughs> and a half. Reed has thirty-one. Wow! Wow! Cool. Now here's the thing: Angie is only two points behind them. Right, and she hasn't even played this round yet. So. And she she destroys people time after time after time. Now, here's the thing: has she seen this movie? Because I feel like part of Art's points was because he saw the movie, he knew that we it's good, and he would we'd all give it a dollar. So, what is it? Let's find out. Is it D or Angie? going on bad boys happy sunday i hope everybody's keeping cool a little one out there but anyways before the picks i just want to say harley keep your tone down a little bit otherwise i'm gonna go permanently death on both ears <laughs> and tony i need you to speak up dude i'm just kidding anyways just give me guys a hard time um on to the i'm glad he cleared that up pick mm-hmm. right burn uh, to me it's the biggest surprise of 2019 i really enjoyed the movie um, yes, it's Superman ripoff, but it worked. Well, to me it did. But anyway, um, I think Fonzo's gonna give it a dollar. Holly's gonna give it a dollar. And I think Tony's gonna give it a, oh gosh, hold on. <laughs> I think Tony's gonna give it a dollar. So yeah, certified Donaldo. 
to be asking for a dollar. Higher learning. No. And he never gambles. <laughs> he never gambles and he never doubles down. All right. Donaldo with a strong outing of four points has a total of 19. Good job, Donaldo. Good job, Donaldo. Hey, what's going on, bad boys? It's uh, Angie here uh, calling in my picks for the week, uh, following in the footsteps of my uh, favorite, uh, Donaldo. But anyway, uh, <laughs> for the homework, Brightburn, uh, I'm going to say I haven't seen it, but... Uh, you know, looks like a good one. I might check that out. But uh... <laughs> she's doing Donaldo perfectly. I have to. I have to. I have to interrupt. What's up? At first, I thought Angie was depressed. No. And then, and then I remembered. Well, she had some like ear. She had the ear thing. So she's literally just trying to rip through the sweets. Look, I get it. We all have rough weeks. She's literally just recording anything. And then she said Donaldo. And then it registered. Yes. 18 syllables later. And I said, <laughs> oh, wait. Her accent is a Mexican that wants to be an El Salvadorian who <laughs> speaks yes. English, who's from Colombia, who she oh, gets a point. She's, dude, she's nailing it. She's nailing that it. That is, she is nailing it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. Fonzo's gonna give it a dollar. And Suki's gonna give it a dollar, and Harley's gonna give it a waste of time. And if I read that right, we're able to, uh, wager, and since this is really Angie and not Donaldo, I'm gonna actually bet, uh, two points on that. So, yeah. And, uh, so for the ex- So, yeah. Good job. This bitch is smart. I don't know. Fonzo. I gotta ask you. Bad boy. He's, he's been muted for a little while. I think he's got. Oh. Okay. Tony? Kid issues. Oh, okay. Tony? Was oh, that? I didn't realize I was mute that whole time. <laughs> oh. You've been muted. Shit. <laughs> Man. But when Tony said, oh, I think he's muted, I looked at the, I'm like, fuck, I've been muted that whole time. I've been talking to y'all like, damn. What a dumbass. So, I'm going to finish my thought. That bitch is smart. Right? <laughs> I want to know what's fucking talking back to me. There was something, there was something she knew. She just knew. She, she, she knew that she wasn't going to get it. Right? Maybe it was because she was Donaldo. I don't know. <laughs> but she only gambled two points. Yep. And that is going to save her ass because she gets the Donaldo accent. I almost want to give her two points. She loses the two points, but she got two points. For your, your, you and Tony's dollar. So she ends up with only one point. 
which brings her up to 30. Which puts her neck and neck with Reed and Art. That's awesome. Art, 31 and a half. That's fantastic. Reed, 31. Angie, 30. That is fantastic. Donaldo, start gambling, you (laughs) motherfucker. Speak up so he can hear you. Yeah, you know he. You know he doesn't listen. Take the world. Take the world. Yeah, stop gambling. Start gambling, you son of a bitch. Jesus Christ, man! I love you, D man. You are. You're one of the. You're the first. You're leaving all these points on the table right there. You're the first OG bad boy. And. All these points. You're about to get that card revoked. If you don't start, you don't fucking step it up. For sure. Alright, Tony, you can turn the game back down or some shit. I don't know what the fuck. Turn the game back down. Oh, fuck. Well, there you go. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we wanted to change it up, make it exciting. Yeah. Throw some gambling in there and it's fucking paying off where we got a fucking neck to neck race. We're almost down to the championship, right, Harley? Absolutely. I mean, we can still talk about it. We could, obviously, every week now is is going to be um, right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, absolutely. Well, let's see if they can break the. They can give us give some space between all those points. You know, in the next one here. Yeah. Who chose the extra credit? I did. I did. Um. Well, housekeeping. Tony, did you turn the gain up or did I? Or What are you talking about? I'm not... You're the one who swallowed the mic earlier. Right. <laughs> well, I know I did. And then all of a sudden, everybody got hyper loud. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't Whoa. touch anything. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to guess that my input has now automatically changed the input and the output. Because I have turned the volume all the way down, and you two sound okay, correct? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mic check, Tony. Yeah, mic check, 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 mic check. Bonzo, you sound good too. Now this check, check, check. Okay, so then this is on my end. Tony, the recording looks okay. Yep, that's still good. Okay, okay. So, yeah, um, I picked higher learning. Um, Focused on 32 words per minute. <laughs> and then pull this up. I remember seeing this movie a long time ago when I was like a teenager or some shit. Probably back in my hip hop days. Yeah, yeah, of course. I've only seen it once before. Had the West Coast oh. and East Coast together. Yeah, 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 exactly. You got Bust a Bus and Ice Cube. John um, Singleton Direct. Yeah, yeah. John Singleton wasn't 30 years old. When he made this movie, R.I.P. By the way, John Singleton. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like. As, well, real quick, as, it says Sony to rename Backstage Theater to honor John Singleton. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, there you go. So, um, if you look, I, you know, I, I think I have a tendency to to get into, you know, reviewing the directors or the producers or something like this. Died unfortunately terribly at a young age. He was fifty-one years old. Don't know why he died. I don't know what happened. Um, born and raised Los Angeles, RIP for sure. Um, Boys in the Hood will be the next extra credit. <laughs> I mean, 
I've only seen Boys in the Hood once or twice, and I was a child when I saw it. This is your extra credit, though. Yeah, so I picked Higher Learning. Sorry, I get off topic. You know me. And um, question the tr- knowledge. I, tr- you know what? Real quick before we start, I hope to God someone calls in as Lawrence Fishburne from Higher Learning. <laughs> I just hope I, you know. Please. I asked Chris while we were watching. I was like, wait a second. What is he pulling? What accent is he pulling? I'm confused. Yes. You know? Uh, <laughs> all of them. It was like African, English. Yeah, it's like those comments that are saying, hey, what accent do you want to do? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Williams. <laughs> Don't apply yourself. Um, but, you know, it's 1995. I think this is one of those movies where I give it a lot of breaks because of when it came out because of white boy because of like the conversation that it addresses right um, but i cannot not see you in this movie though. it's michael rapaport yes so oh, spoiler alert white boy is fucking it's you man i cannot <laughs> i am not a white supremacist oh i don't know about that I, I might have been a little lonely. I might have been a little, uh, you know, intimidated by the world, as Michael mm-hmm. Rappaport was at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Um, but my mama raised me on Motown. And okay. so nobody was going to convince me that the brother was the source of the root of all evil. <laughs> so, um, it's funny because we were watching the movie, right? And, uh, Cole Hauser. Is the uh, actor who plays uh, the now? Is the this true of... on YouTube? Someone said he was nineteen when he made this. Who? Cole Hauser. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, he was born, born in, in nineteen seventy-five, eighty-five. Yeah, he was twenty years old. Now think about that. No shit, because that performance is fucking scary. He is. He is. And he's yeah. twenty. That's 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 impressive. He's very convincing, and I think I looked up Michael Rapport was like twenty-five. He was born in 1970, so yeah, he was 25 years old. Yeah, yeah, he looks good. Or looks young. Um, Well, it's funny because I'm a huge fan of the show Yellowstone, and Cole Hauser is in it. Oh, nice. And he's got a big beard. He's a grown-ass man, and he's a badass, like, not-to-be-fucked-with cowboy, Mm. right? Like, he's a cold-blooded killer cowboy. And I was watching this His name's Rip Wheeler. Yeah. And I was watching this, and I was like, wait a second, I know that guy. He's from fucking Yellowstone. And Chris is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, I know this guy. I had to freak out. <laughs> and I was right. It's fucking Cole Hauser. So, and then he did a bunch of shit, like. Too Fast, Too Furious. Fucking Goodwill Hunting, Days of Confused. You Pick pointed out Too Fast, Too Furious. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Star, yeah. Hey, Remy. That's right, Remy. We need more people like you to be doctors and lawyers, Remy. Mm-hmm. So, um, this movie has a lot of problems. Uh, As in, like, social problem or like? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, from a, like a, from a filmmaking standpoint, uh, there's a lot gotcha. of problems with the movie. The first half is like this bad, like, Disney. I'm going back to school and everything is <laughs> like, like you can see that Singleton didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Right. Um, well, what do you mean? Felt like a breakfast inter- club, but you know, 
Yeah, like it was super PG-13. Like the first 45 minutes of this movie, because it's not a short movie. It's well over two hours long. Mm-hmm. The first like 40 minutes of this movie, the main character is Christy Swanson. And while she looks great from a, from a performance standpoint, as a career, and I'm doing the big arm wide open thing, she has not aged well. She's not a good actress. Mm. And she's not good in this movie. She's bad. Mm. Even Jennifer Connelly, which has shown time and time again that she's a fabulous actress. She is terrible in this movie. Um, there's a couple shining stars, a couple scenes. Omar Epps does pretty well. Michael Rappaport, there's a scene, there's a scene where he pulls the gun out. We're going to spoil this movie. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're bitch. And then he throws every racist slur out there. And as the viewer of the movie, you're like, whoa. Especially in 95, too. Think about Dude, it. You know? Exactly. Exactly. It got, to me, it got really weird, like real, real when um, he was on the roof with the rifle at a school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like, Man, that shit's. Yeah. That's, that's the end of the like movie. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but but it's it, it it tips his hat when he pulls out the gun when when Rappaport pulls out the gun, and the movie really kind of pivots off his 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 arc, right? That's that's the big thing. Everybody else is kind of who they are. Omar Epps definitely has an arc. He is this naive college freshman who who gets a tuition or or a scholarship to play sports to to be track and field. There's a lot of like storylines that are kind of forgotten. It's where he kind of meets Tyra Banks' character, which she wasn't exactly attractive when this came out. Uh, it's just my opinion, and I know wow. she. Wow, yeah, are she, fucking, you are Remy. She, she, yeah, yeah, she did not. She, she didn't. Uh, prettiness. What are you talking my fancy. about? I didn't. I didn't feel it. Uh, yeah, whatever. I love the cute though. Microphone though. Yeah, what's, what's going on over there? Moving boxes. I'm typing. Uh, Jennifer Connelly looked great. <laughs> oh, the white uh, surprise. Tyra, Tyra Banks had this huge forehead in it. I don't know. And, and, and it was like before she had boob implants, I think, I feel. So. She was young. Yeah, yeah. And it was her first, first film debut. So, um, there's a couple scenes where Omar Epps is really good. Um, but you see a lot of like. Let me see y'all's ID. Yeah. Oh, Tube is by far. He feels like the veteran in this mm-hmm. movie. Fishburne is also like, while well, he's do well, and ironically, Regina King, like her performance is really good. Um, what did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, fuck that. You said you called me a black bitch over the phone. You know you're about to get your ass whipped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and uh, more like, there's a lot of issues with the movie from a screenplay standpoint and performance standpoint that's bad that's outright cringe like watching it from a critical standpoint is like bad like there's a lot of editing issues pacing is decent but a lot of the performances are bad um but because it it really gets hardcore with the racist and it really addresses what is i mean it's even even Fonzo and Tony, you and I are too young to remember this. We were 
we weren't in college in 1995. Tony, you're in middle school. Fonzo, you and me are just starting off in high school. Mm-hmm. In 1995, if you went to a college where you're impressionable, this is where we're going to, you know, and you meet somebody like Cube, you meet somebody that really... I don't think it's 95, bro. I think that's still going on to this day. (sighs) Kids are, you know, coming from us. I'm so sad. Iowa, Kansas, you know. I'm so sad, but what you just said is so poignant and so true. And it, it makes me sick to my stomach to say that, that this, it's never been, I might go off on a tangent. They kind of fuck with them too though. Where like they see them at the party and they look at them and they start laughing. Yeah. They get home and they're playing the music while he's trying to study. What if I did that? He's like, that wouldn't, that'd whip your ass. Like just being bullied. Mm -hmm. So it's almost painting them as being, you know, jerks too. Well, and, and Singleton really tries to do both sides justice. Right. And, and Omar Epps comes, he's naive, and he really becomes a sort of this Malcolm X, this, and they address it with the Black Panther Party. And if you, if you're not familiar with the Black Panther Party, do some Wikipedia. I was young enough, or I'm old enough, excuse me, to remember having this conversation with an old man when I was a teenager. I did a, a, a book report on the Black Panther Party. And he was like, oh, they're fucking communists. They didn't, uh, you know. The history books are not kind to the equal rights, right? Um, and, uh, what was my point? You, you, you were addressing it. Um, I feel like I'm beating a dead, a, a dead horse because we've talked about this so many times about race in America and in today's day and age. It feels like if I walk down the street with a Confederate flag in the back of my car, it'd be okay. It feels like it's never been, never in my life has it been more okay to be a racist. And it's sad. It's really sick. So it's like all the great things in this country are because of our diversity. I know I sound like Bernie Sanders or what some shit, but, but it's true and it's sad. Um, and this movie, it, it, it pulls on that harp string. It pulls on the Michael Rappaport's character. And he's so young and he's so naive and he's so, he's already listening to heavy metal. Fonzo, you were listening to heavy metal. Could you be, have become a Mexican supremacist if somebody came to you and said all the great things? Fonzo, your mic is muted again. Are they Mexican supremacists? <laughs> oh, why my fucking mic is muted though? I feel like Tony's mic's muted too. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You, put us, you put us to sleep, homie. <sighs> Wait, what'd you think? <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of social issues that the, the director tried to cram into this movie. Mm-hmm. You, keep, you guys, I mean, you guys were talking about like the, the race, but it, from the beginning, it felt like he was setting up a hodgepodge, you know, like oh, all these different characters from different, yeah. uh, you know, walks of life. And you're like, okay, I'm just like, like you were saying, it's, it's, it's almost like a, like it felt very trying to set up a breakfast clubby type thing, but hey, in college, right? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 that's the pacing issue that I was talking right, about. Right. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, and they're having parties and I'm like, really? Should they're rolling cars? That what? I, okay. Fine. <laughs> Maybe it was a different, it was a different era. Right. Right. 
uh, and they get into the, and then they start t- touching on the race issue and, um, you know, with, with the two different parties and, and the cops or the security and they, they treating, treating people differently for the music they're playing. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And so it's like, okay. And that's a great payoff to, at the end of that. True. Yeah. True. Um, uh, and then, and then all of a sudden the rape comes in and you're like, what, wait, what? Oh, okay. We're, 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 I guess we're getting serious. <laughs> right. Exactly. But then that kind of just, it becomes a, like a side story to the, 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 uh, the skinhead side of things. Like then that becomes the main story. Like, Oh shit. Okay. And we're going here now. And I'm just going to like, it's, it's it's trying to it's it's like trying to spin too many you know social plates um it, 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 yeah it, it kind of falls apart and the only one that happens to carry to the end is the 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 race one with the um with the skinheads the white supremacists that's the only one that really made it yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that he was able to keep going and like maintain that story um it was it was an awkward uh, it was an awkward watch um, there's a lot of awkward a lot of, yeah yeah sure. but it was i mean it was it was heavy which kind of made it like poignant like yeah especially especially now you know we're yeah. seeing it it's it's a lot right. more prevalent you know it's like hasn't gone away uh you know i think laney and i were talking that, like the the idea of there it was for a while it was high school kids that were having issues and, and and bringing guns to the school and then it, then it became college kids bringing guns to the school now now everybody's being guns everywhere like people are people are shooting people everywhere you know right. it's like it's just getting it's getting worse and worse um so it's definitely prevalent you know it, it applies it makes you it makes you wonder make, you know makes you talk about it um and kind of like, like the idea that we t- touched on with the previous with brightburn like, are people born good or bad? You know, like, did he, mm. you know, he was, he just wanted to study. He just wanted to fit in. He wanted to be accepted. There's some and, dialogue. And at the end, with the gun, we can spoil it. Yeah, yeah. No, when, he's and, in the, it, when he's in the, when he's in a standoff with the cops. But even, even without him admitting that that's all he wanted, you could see it. Like, yeah. like you could see that that's what he wanted. At the beginning of the movie, he just, he, like, he wanted to study. And then he wanted to be accepted. He's like, oh, what, 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 what would this frat, you know, how, what, what, what does it take to get into this mm-hmm. frat? He just wants yeah, to be accepted, yeah. you know? Like, like, you could see that that's all he really wanted to do is to be included somewhere. And college is supposed to do that for us, right? We're included mm-hmm. in the college. But everything always breaks up into little clicks. And they even, they even touch oh, yeah. on that, you know, the, yeah, the, Ice Cube points it out. The ice, exactly. That. Ice Cube points it out. Fudge. Yep. The, 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 the black hole over here because we're all black, you know. It's like it, every it, there's all it always breaks down and there, there's always there's always a way to exclude someone. As much as you try to include everybody, people find a way to exclude people. You know, people find a way to create their own little little click and point at others and create an enemy. Um, and that feels it, they didn't exactly point at that, but it's kind of it's kind of highlighted uh, in the movie. Yeah, um, you know, with the whole, uh, they even touched on uh, homosexuality and the girls holding hands and the guys kissing yeah. and they got, got yeah, their ass beat. Like, like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it just whole it just aspect cut... of the film they just they just abandoned. They right, just they threw it in there real quick and then they kind of what left it. <laughs> yeah, like, there's a lot in the movie that, that yeah. is that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, it's it was it was definitely an awkward watch in terms of. 
um, an entertainment movie, it's it's hard to give it the entertainment aspect of it. You know, is it felt more like good a, point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it it almost felt like a social commentary. Uh, I don't know. It's like it tried it, it tried to bring up social ideas, social issues, um, and it just tried to do too much. And try to try to bring up too many at once. But uh, I don't know. It's it's. It, I feel so like for I, you, I feel like for you, it's like a borderline dollar, borderline waste of time. Right, and, and it feels like it's only borderline dollar because the issues it brings up are still relevant and still worth talking yeah. about. We're, we still haven't figured it out. Yeah. We still haven't figured out gun violence. We still haven't figured out racism. Yeah. We still haven't figured out uh, homosexual LGBTQ issues, right? We haven't figured uh-huh. all this stuff out yet. So Yeah, it's, it's fucking scary. Yeah, and so they, it feels like that's the only reason I feel uh, that I would give it a dollar is because it, it brings it to the table to have a discussion type thing. But um, in terms of the movie, eh, you know, Buster Rhymes was kind of fun to see, but... <laughs> Yeah, talking about his, his, look at my swole hand. They left me all swollen. He can't close his hand, and like yeah, little little bits in here are are, are entertaining. Hey, <laughs> um, he's not the performance that you know. He didn't get the Oscar nomination. No, <laughs> no. Um, I don't know, Bonzo. You got some thoughts? Yeah, I saw. I mean, I saw it way back when, and I had seen. I would watch it a, a, a lot, so it has, you know, has special place. Like, you know, listening to early hip hop back then, and seeing Bust the Bus as an actor, I thought he mm-hmm. was really cool in it. And he was teamed up with Q, which that was really cool. Yeah, um, I love that scene where the fucking fight's about to go off. He just screams, and you know, he gets a napkin holder. Yeah, yeah. In his face. He's like, "It's all about this." He has the fist. It's all about this right here. You know, and he's just going off. Um. I just remember feeling the rage too, like when uh, Michael Rapport's putting the gun in his face and Omar Arps is just running through the halls and, and, and hitting the walls and just being just outraged and, and they're playing Rage Against the Machine on, oddly enough. But, um, yeah, I mean, for me, it worked at, in my, my mind when I was younger, you know, like how, how hardcore races was. And then, you know, even being feared of a school shooting, like it was just that one rifle, but still like, like how, where we at now watching it again was just really surreal it was like man that's that's you know that's what it's like except with the fucking like ar-15 or some shit you know um but uh, yeah i thought michael rapper's performance was great i thought he he played that character perfectly where he just you know it's like this lost soul and they just they just saw it right away and were like yeah, yeah we're gonna take him in and it'll fall right in and he had really like like not too many read but like you know they're being rude to him and always just kind of picking on him and just like life just been shitting on him so you kind of see him, his, his descend, you know? Um, but I like the Omar Epps and Tyra Banks's, um, uh, relationship, you know, Christy Swanson, uh, that whole thing was just like, ah, uh, they had it, like you said, they had to throw it in. They just throw it something else. I mean, we are in college, there are a bunch of people, but could have been a, you know, tighter film with all that, but it makes sense. I mean, they had that scene where they go to the, the sorority and they're just standing there, like, <laughs> looking for Billy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I always enjoy, I was like, our, our boy Larry. And he's doing that accent. I don't know what accent it is, but I, I love it. I think he's great. I mean, he was in Boys in the Hood with Singleton and Q. So. Yeah, there's a lot of the Singleton um, uh, world mm-hmm. 
like you pointed out, sorry, yeah. with uh, Poison Hood and mm-hmm. yeah. No, but I love that Knuckles getting his ass fucking handed to him by the big black dude. He gets he punches him right into the fucking coke machine, and he's just <laughs> always going down, you know. So it's like, yeah, fuck that bastard. But uh, yeah, and Cole House is just great. I mean, like there was something I was reading that said like they had to film him a certain way in a certain lighting just so you wouldn't see how young he was. Mm. It's very convincing in that room, you know. Um, There's a couple lines that he has that's like you pointed out. You know, we need more of the doctors. And it shows the not all white supremacists are absolute idiots, you know. And, and ironically, it's something we, you know we've addressed thirty years later that this that we still haven't addressed, right? We still we we see the um, the white supremacists nowadays are kind of like, yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll wave that Confederate flag, and you know I'll I'll join the group. I think. Um, what is it? Uh, is it the Proud Boys? Is that a is that a, a thing now? And um, it it it's it's never been more okay for you to socially sort of be oh be against um, immigration and and anything other than you know we've we sort of veiled it in this quote unquote nationalism and um, <clears throat> it's it's a little scary. In, in mm-hmm. some regard, especially if this cocksucker gets reelected, but um, um, there is the 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 character Cole Hauser is very clearly pointed out. He's not dumb, and and in some aspects, he's he's sort of the hundred and eighty degrees to Ice Cube's character. Um, Ice Cube's character is is in, 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 borderline racist himself it's never it's never addressed he's he's still young he's still naive he he's very educated he's very smart he recognizes that the deck is stacked against him he recognizes um fuck it's towards the end of the movie he says something where the dialogue and you got to remember singleton also co-wrote this movie um and cube says something um Fuck, I wish I could quote it, but he, he points out that this is a lifetime of oppression. You know, you think just because you got into college or some shit, you know, that it's somehow everything's on equal playing grounds. But mm-hmm. Ice Cube's very smart. You can make a sequel on Ice Cube's character in this movie. Right. And uh, Ice Cube versus Cole Hauser's character, ironically. Both of these characters are very smart. They're, they're educated in, in the game. They know what's up. And so um, uh, Singleton points that out, that it's, it's these aren't just asshole racists. No, these, they, they're methodical. They, they're not stupid. He says, we need you to be a doctor or a lawyer. And ironically, in rural world, this is what happens. Um, he gets off. He doesn't kill himself, but he gets off and he, he finishes college and he becomes a lawyer and he becomes a judge. And now guess what? He's a fucking Supreme Court justice, right? <laughs> he's a rapist and now he's on Supreme Court. And that is America for you. Um, read what, what is their take on immigration? How, how do we, can I just leave? As my kid was telling me the other day, 
She was like, Dad, I feel like you don't want to live in America anymore. <laughs> and I was like, I don't. I don't. I want to move to fucking Mexico. I'd rather move to Mexico than Canada. But I can't leave the continent because I'm too lazy. And, um, yeah, I don't want to live here anymore. Yeah. And this movie's a fabulous, like Tony pointed out, some things never change, which is, I don't understand why. Um, so, for me, Tony, Fonzo, you nailed it on the head. Um, mm-hmm. The historical aspect of it, the, the things that it addresses is a high dollar. It's a film. It's the, the old cliche, the old bad boys cliche. It's a film, not entertainment. Um, from a sheer filmmaking standpoint, it's not a good film. It's, it, there's a lot of issues. The, again, Christy Swanson is pretty. She is a blonde hair, blue eyed, right? Uh, her performance is terrible. And she is the last. She's the first character we see, and she's the last character we see. I don't know why. Maybe they had to sell it to Hollywood on Christy Swanson. I know she had like a big, a big run there for a while. Um, her performance is terrible. Tara Banks, she's not an actress. Um, there is a ton of issues with this movie. The pacing, uh, the, some of the editing, even some of the, the big emotional outbursts at the end, like why? And he's screaming into this, to the, to the, you know, it's bad, but because the movie is from 1995. And I mean, I, I have to give it a dollar on Michael Rappaport's performance alone. When he pulls that gun out and he's screaming, he's like, you're not white. You're Jewish. It's like, this movie will hold up 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, 100 years from now, we will look back and we will laugh our asses off at racism. We're like, what are you kidding me? Humans, you destroyed the entire planet and you guys were arguing amongst each other about like the shades of skin color, right? Yeah. Uh, and this will be a good movie for that to look back and go, Y'all were fucking stupid. <laughs> like, get your shit together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, you, so you give uh, it a dollar? I give it a dollar. Yeah, well, of course. I buy that for a dollar. Yeah, and I think um, you you pointed out it's it's a film. It's it's an art film. Yeah. And one of the things that it does is it doesn't it doesn't try to give you the answers. It just poses all the questions. Yeah. It poses all the problems. These are all the problems we have today. I don't know. We don't know how to solve them. They're obviously not solved. And that's why it's going to hold up because they're difficult problems to solve. These are difficult questions of why do we, why, why do we have racism? Why do we have people, you know, hating each other and blah, blah, blah. So that, yeah, I I would give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Am I muted? (laughs) You're, You're on an awesome auto mute. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. No, I'm giving a dollar too. I've always enjoyed it. I'd buy that for a dollar. Cool. Harley? Harley give yeah, we all give a dollar. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. I would Yeah, I'd give it a dollar. Okay. All right. 
Should we just start getting into into the the guesses? Yeah, let's see how they did. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, motherfuckers! It's me. <laughs> Shit. Perfect. I think that's art. I'm gonna go with art. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Donaldo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ice T coming with this week's fucking extra credit, motherfucker. And this week's extra credit, what was it? High learning with me and Morpheus from. Did he say he's Ice T? He says he's Ice T, and then he says Morpheus. No, he's Hank. <laughs> he's with Morpheus. With Ice T is with Morpheus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm confused. Fucking what movie was in? Oh yeah, Boys in the Hood. Yo, yo, dope boy, and Morpheus back again. Higher learning, crazy ass movie. I didn't catch this back in the day. But I'm gonna say it's an easy. I'm gonna say Donaldo. Certified D. Again. But I'm only gonna bet. I'm not gonna bet anything. Fucking, fucking, uh, MCP. I don't know. He's down with the streaks like this. I know this movie's over exaggerated. So I'm gonna say fucking certified D all across the board. I'm gonna bet three. Count them three points. And that's it. You're ready. What's up to the dog, bitch? Are you sure you should have been reviewing it like that? Goddamn. Yeah, well, we just recorded the movie for. 25 minutes and Art's call just last 30 seconds. He just scored a lot of points. I'm gonna, I have to give him one point for the accent. I feel like everybody gets an accent point except for D, just yeah. because, like, if you come to the recording with some level of excitement, I'm gonna give you a point for that. <laughs> so, Donaldo, hit a half of your ass. Donaldo needs to do an impression of Andy doing an impression of Donaldo. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> Donaldo, are you listening? <laughs> Call it if you hear me. Tap twice. Blink, blink twice if you can hear us. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how to get this through Donaldo. Um, I don't think like, he wants to win. I don't think so either. I don't think Did he wants to be on the podcast. Because he had, I think he's like he's won before, and he didn't come on the podcast, right? Right. Yeah, I think he needs yeah. better. He needs a better incentive. He doesn't want to. Talk. I'm gonna I'm call it. I'm gonna have a personal, a personal little one on one with Donaldo. There you go, Donaldo. I've had this conversation with a lot of people in my life. I've known you for a long time. You're like bad boy for life. Here. You are one of the most so. genuine human beings I've known. Uh, I got the honor to to spend some time with you, just just a few short minutes with you, when you and Josh came and visited. You are the exact same D I always remembered. I will love you till the day I die. D, um, share with us. You got some. I know you've had some girlfriends. I know you've had some significant others. I know you got some unwanted children out there that you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> D, man, you gotta have some bond. You gotta bond with people. It's a genuine relationships. Um, <laughs> you, you got all the video game consoles and shit. It's not gonna give you real. I'm straightening out my papers. It's not gonna bring you real satisfaction in life. Fonzo, your wife and your children. It's the most amazing thing in your life. Tony, you got a wife, you got turtles, you got parents, you got siblings. Donaldo, I know you're taking care of some, some of your family. 
Keep it going, baby. Stay strong. Um, come with the accent, goddammit. <laughs> so that's all I got. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, you guys. Next. Oh, shit, I gotta do some. No, 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 fuck that shit. Pause. Okay. I gotta do some math here. Oh, you haven't done the math. Fuck, I haven't done the math yet. A lot of numbers here. Okay, 31.5 is what he came into the round with. He scored four points for the certified D. He got an accent, that's five. Plus three is eight. 39 and a half. Okay. 39 and a half. He is eight and a half points up on second place. Nine and a half points up on sec on third place. Yeah, I mean we're getting to that point. Next week is the championship. That's right, kids. Hashtag championship. That's right. Like they give a fuck, but you know, it's all good. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, as, as I said, I was uh, I was watching Friends last night, and uh, I got to an episode where Phoebe's dating Michael Rappaport, and uh, <laughs> you know he's a cop, and all you know he's usually a cop in this type of film, and uh, so he's in higher learning as well. So I figured, you know what, what the hell, I, I'll make it Michael Rappaport. So uh, Harley's going to give higher learning uh, a high dollar. Uh, I think Tony, well, he's going to give a dollar. And Fonzo, he's going to give higher learning a high dollar. Um, yeah. Interesting. I, I might actually watch this as, uh, as Art recommended mm-hmm. because it's a, a John Singleton written and directed film. Rest in peace, Mr. Singleton. Uh, yeah, that's oh, and sorry, uh, Mark Rappaport again. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to bet any points for the for the higher <laughs> learning. You know, um, that that would just be stupid. I don't know where that's going to end up. But yeah, look, are you still laughing? Did I lose eight points for the Brightburn thing? Can't wait to find out. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. I did he he didn't gamble any points. No. Nope. Right, Tony. He, he, I didn't hear him gamble. Oh. I didn't hear him gamble. Recommended. Because, uh, yeah, that's. Oh, and, sorry. Uh, Mark Rappaport again. Uh, I'm not going to bet any points. But... I'm not going to bet any points. Now, here's the thing. He did really well. He scored five points. He got the three, he got the bonus, and he got the accent. He, he lost the accent, but he came back. He said, I'm doing a Michael Rappaport. Yep. So he gets five points. Three, four, five. So a total 36 on the week. Now, now my listeners and friends, I invite you, please... Um, file an appeal if you think oh. I have done some bad math. I'm trying to to be as honest as possible. 
Um, Art, Art crushed it this week. He gambled and he nailed both. He yeah, literally, yeah. he literally entered the week at twenty-two and a half and left it with thirty-nine and a half. <laughs> wow. Reed entered with eighteen and left with thirty-six. Mm. That's so awesome. it's still very much anybody's ball game. All right, let's continue. Another good movie. Um, but anyways. Yeah, again. Is this Angie? (laughs) (laughs) Certified Ronaldo. So, yeah. Yeah, those are my picks. Both dollars for both movies. So, yeah. Pretty easy. Anyways. Hope you guys had a good Sunday, and uh, we'll be back next week. Bad Boys for Life. Simple. Straight to the point. Get my points. Give me my motherfucking points. Doesn't matter though. If he's if he's afraid to gamble, if he's afraid to double down. You got certified Denaldo. Certified Denaldo together. Twenty three points. I mean, he comes in at fifteen and leaves with twenty three. He crushed it. He literally certified Donaldo both movies, gets the four points, and he still is in goddamn dead last. You see, any other yeah, any other round, any other season, mm-hmm. that would have been impressive. Mm-hmm. You know? But with this whole gambling aspect, it changes the game up. Yes. You gotta adapt. You, you know, change and get left left in the stardust. Bam bam. <laughs> Like what I did there. See that? There you go. There you go, kids. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, the accents and the points, you know, the music sounds better. Just that's all I'm saying. I I got nothing. <laughs> well, for once. <laughs> oh man. Alright, last one. Last one. Here we go. Let's see. Extra credit. Higher learning. Uh, Fonzo's gonna give it a dollar, MCP's gonna give it a dollar, Harley's gonna give it a Slater, I'm gonna double down on that, and I'm gonna bet two points on the whole damn round. This is probably because I already took my medicine and I'm a little bit drowsy, so oh, you notice my speech is a little slower, so. <laughs> anyway, um, I will talk to you guys next week. Bad Boys for Life. Bye. Bad Boys for Life. There you go. I I feel like I want to give some speech, but I'm not. Uh, (laughs) Angie, I'm I'm honored that you gave a call in even after the medicine. Um, You doubled down on that Slater that I didn't. Give. I feel like if you had watched the movie, mm-hmm. um, I feel like she would have though, right? This would be. Okay. She would have watched the movie. She would have seen that there's a bunch of black people and Holly this is a bunch of problems people. with the movie. Yeah. She would have stuck. Yeah, with both of us. We all know had, how much I hate black seen. people. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh, my past comes yeah. to bite me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. She hasn't seen both of these though. Yeah, and it hurt her because she 
she gambled two points? Is that right? Tony, can you? Two. She yep. gambled two points. And doubled down on Slater. She doubled down on a Slater, so she lost that point. So she loses three points. She gets two points for your two goddamn dollars. So she ends up losing two points on the round, or one point on the round. Does that make sense? Yep, because she didn't have an accent in that second Exactly. One. So she's going to go down from 30 to 29. She's still got six points on Tonaldo. But it's anybody's game. That's right. That's what we like. That's amazing. Before it was like it was landslide by this point, right? Yeah. She was just exactly. killing one through man's hands. Like, yeah. Yeah. She was just killing it. Mm-hmm. So, from fucking Fallbrook to New Zealand, Angie was crushing it. That's right. So, um, uh, Donaldo, you're, hurt, you're shooting yourself in the foot. 23 points. We love you. Don't stop listening. Don't stop calling in. <laughs> Angie. Still in the twenties with twenty nine points. Wow, while med- heavily medicated. While heavily medicated, she might just come with the thunder next week. Next week is a championship week. All for all the marbles. Anybody's ball game. So, Donaldo, if you're listening, gamble it all. Gamble, 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 gamble. Bet it all. Why the fuck not? Raid from NZ. 36 points. Congratulations to your mm. team for winning. Art. I feel like, I feel like you're laying in the weight, laying, just chilling down there. Nobody knows what the fuck. You're, you're like sleep deprived. I don't know what the fuck, but all of a sudden he comes with the thunder with, with the, the mega, mega points, points starting nine and a half. That's what he needs an echo effect. <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Art is in a solid lead. He's got 10 points. 10 and a half points on Angie. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Like I said, right when Tony asked you in the beginning, what, what are we at point-wise? Just to you know, get an idea. It doesn't just, matter. Just like that. Yeah. Just like that. Woo-ha! Woo-ha. You can say Art's got you all in check. Art has got you all in check. Now, don't let that go to your head, Art. That's right. But you are, you have a strong lead. Mm-hmm. But we know what happened before. That was, was like that. Yeah, lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see what the championship movies are for next week. Are we gambling? Are they? Are we allowing them to gamble on both again? We're gonna. We're we're gonna. Well, we can talk about it. I I feel like we should just make one of the two gambling. Sure. All right. Do we have one week left or two? Just one week. This is, is week. A, this is a championship, this is a championship week. round. Yeah. All right. Yep. Have you guys seen the new Hellboy? No. I started it, but not, I didn't finish it. Well, now you get to finish it. Oh, all right. <laughs> Fonzo, you want to give give any uh, hints for the listeners? Hints? Yeah, like uh, you know, dollar. Right. You started. How far have you gotten into it? I'd say twenty minutes in. Okay, Neil Marshall, big and, fan of him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I had to leave. I couldn't finish it. Okay. I had to go somewhere. So that's good. Not saying anything about the movie. Not saying okay. it's good or bad. That's good. Yeah. That's all I wanted to hear. 
Cool. All right. So Fonzo, Fonzo has the extra credit. That's right. We're going to cross all the way to 110th Street for this one with a little Jackie Brown. Oh, shit. I've seen every other Tarantino movie like two or three times. This one for some reason. I always like put it in the back burner for some reason. I don't know. So I want to watch it. And ironically for me, this is one of the movies I've seen a bunch of times. That's funny. I had it on tape. I had it on DVD or some shit. And, um, what about you? So are you familiar with this one? Just one. Okay. Yep. Uh, now the question is, now the question is, which one will be up for gambling? Gotta be Hellboy. Hellboy? Gotta be. It's gotta be. Harley doesn't seem to agree. He had that sigh. All right. Well, you no, I had the sigh coming. only because I had to think about it. <laughs> really? Um, you didn't really think about it, huh? Okay. Actually, it's, what I do you think is a harder choice? Huh? I, it is. I, I agree with Art, or I don't know who I agree with. Um, <laughs> How much wine did you have? How much wine do you continue having? I drank the whole bottle. Damn. Well, Chris's parents bottle it, and they're like, you. You want some wine? I'll send you home with some wine. You're like Tony. Oh, oh you can't leave the bottle empty. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> right? So, um, and if you're not a wine connoisseur, you're like, it's all the same. So, <laughs> yeah, you just it. chug it all anyway. Exactly. Uh, I would actually agree Hellboy should be it. Yeah, I like having the new movies uh, are usually have my vote. Right. Because they yeah. don't know we're fans of the old one. Yeah. You know? Um, with Hellboy. I don't know. I have no idea. I've heard I heard some bad things about it. Well, there you go. There it is. Those kids. All right. What's that weekend song, Tony? Yeah, I was just thinking that. Where's my weekends? I can't wait for the weekend to begin. Oh, I got a song for you, Tony. You play this. The fuck? What the hell? <laughs> And that's when the other one deaf. <laughs> <laughs> and Angie's left yeah, ear exploded. Exactly. exactly. Yep. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it was, everything else is normal. That fucking song was just blast. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, maybe you shouldn't play the song that I chose for tonight, Tony. I'm just impressed by the 110 mark. It's like, what? What just happened here? It's which, pretty crazy. Which song? I sent, it, I sent it in the messenger thing. You sent it? Uh... Come on, internet. You can really? do it. I thought I was the one who said, come on, internet. Yeah. Start at the 50-second mark and then wait till you get to the 110 mark. Singer. Harley, Harley, did you know that's a girl singing? Of that's course the... I did. 
Are you kidding me? That's on my iTunes instant no, no, playlist. No, no doubt about it, right? Play it again. I want to hear just, it. I'm just impressed. Like, normally... That is an edited... Sorry, boys. Edited. I got a hard on right now. See, normally you have somebody singing in the band and somebody else is screaming. She does both. That's impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Ginger's the band. J I N J E R. Song's called Pisces. There you go, kids. There you go. That'll wake your ass up. That'll <laughs> get you going in the morning. Cool. So, how was y'all's weekend? What'd y'all do? Uh, mine was rather melancholy. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, so my mom had a birthday. Uh, her birthday's tomorrow. And yesterday. That's we, good news. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, mom! Celebrated on Saturday. Went out to uh, dinner. Uh, had uh, Fonzo's parents, Punch and Gila, were out with us. Yeah, uh, you guys had the restaurant that uh, we had on my mom's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. snaps! Yeah. Uh, La Estrella or Casa Estrella out uh-huh. in, uh, in Fallbrook. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. Hey, should have hit, hit up Angie. Should have went out there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> well, because the original place you guys wanted to go, they don't have fucking reservations for some bullshit. Yeah, they are the Culichi Gu- Town in, uh, yeah. in Vista. Vista. Yeah, it's, that place is fucking popping, man. We got there I and know, we're like, oh, right here. but they don't take reservations. Yeah. So you just gotta, yeah, you, you just gotta roll deep early. <laughs> You know, you just gotta yeah, get... y'all had a party of twelve, right? Yeah, we all have to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bullcrap. yeah. So we're gonna try again some other time, like yeah. closer to like three o'clock, mm-hmm. and beat the, beat the crowds. Could you hear the band playing? Were they playing? Yes, yeah. You drive by, you know, like your windows are rattling. So yeah. very very keto friendly that Mexican restaurant. Uh, it it can be, I mean, it can be, but I didn't just because fuck it. I was gonna say because I saw a picture of ladies plate and I was like, yo, that shit looks like a lot on that plate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The 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 thing that we've been discovering is we can eat non keto foods and and go back to be still being in ketosis. Like our body can stay in ketosis. Like it goes back to it pretty quickly. Ketosis. Yeah. So um, I'm I have to after we. Stop recording. I, I have to be part of this conversation. <laughs> sure. I'm interested. I'm interested. This yeah, is, it is uh, like, yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's not podcast friendly, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that day, um, Lainey had a, a mock meet, a weightlifting meet. So we were at that and she lifted, hit all her, hit all of her lifts, six for six or, yeah, six for six. Uh, hit a PR on on uh, one of the lifts, so it was, it was good. It was a good morning. Um, then we went and watched a friend of her, a friend of ours, lift today. Went to Costco. Did some, we went to Costco and walked you out. You guys lift stuff there. Yeah, we lifted <laughs> one pack of bacon. That's what we walked out with. Y'all went to Costco. Just we went to, to get Costco bacon? and we got bacon. It was beautiful. <laughs> Is there a reason to go to Costco just for bacon, or uh, it's a good deal? Okay, there's a lot then, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's just it's it's. You didn't need anything else. Nope, we didn't need anything else. We'd already gone to Costco earlier for eggs and 
that's like all we that's like forgot the bacon then right yeah yeah exactly i'm gonna say like that's funny like they got the express lane for one thing of bacon (laughs) yeah we have one thing of bacon (laughs) yeah it's it's great and that's the thing like because costco you get everything wholesale right it's in bulk and we don't eat it at the same rate like with when on our normal shopping at winco we have it down we can get exactly what we eat in a week and we get the exact same thing every week and we've been doing that for several years and then we finally went to costco and like we did the math on a lot of the things we're like you know what this is going to save us a ton of money but we just started doing that and we stocked up spent like 200 bucks to stock up on on bulk food but now it's like we run out of something it's like oh well, I guess we just go to Costco and just get the one thing. <laughs> it's like, we're just like stocking up as we go along and we just go in and just, it, it, we don't have the timing down yet, you know, how quickly we eat things. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's a learning experience, but, um, we'll figure, one of the, one, so we'll, it'll, it'll get better as, uh, I just discovered last week, I can fast for a whole week and feel great. So I went four days, four days, uh, without eating, you know, a four day fast and I felt amazing. And so I'm like, fucking hey, dude, I'm going to save a ton of money if I keep doing this. Oh, so shit. yeah, we'll see how long I could keep that up. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Is it, is it, uh, safe? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. A human body is yeah. amazingly yeah. adaptable. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, totally safe. I think ultimately, uh, Tony, interrupt me, and this is still podcast friendly. <laughs> um, uh, the the idea of safe, um, if you want to argue the um, uh, safe would equal longevity, right? Like how long do you want to live? Safe equals how long do you want to live? Well, yeah, right. It depends on how people are defining safe. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. one of the things is like, I'm doing it knowing, having done research and knowing my body and like I, I take electrolytes every day, you know, yeah. um, I'm maintaining, I, I drink water, it's a water fast. Um, I drink coffee, but you know, it's black, uh, and, and I pay attention. Like I know, I know how I feel through like the first day of fasting and then as the hunger goes away, I know how to know how I feel with my electrolyte balance. So, you know, if, if I, I can, I can read my body. I, I know if I'm like, if I need more electrolytes or less type thing, if I had too much or whatever. Um, but it's, it's, it's hard to have too much, especially if you're fasting. Um, cause you know, you're nutrient deficient. Uh, so more electrolytes, your body can flush out too much of, of us, of salts and electrolytes, then it can't create sodium, you know, from in, it can't create it. So it's better to have more than less. That's that's where you can get in trouble is if you don't supplement electrolytes yes. and sodium. Yeah, and that's and that's, and that's, that's where, where you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly where my my education went to. Is um, sure you just starve yourself of of water and, and salt, ironically. Um, yeah, it's not the safest thing in the world if you come at it from a educated standpoint. <clears throat> Can you go three, four, five days without food safely and still live a long and healthy life? Absolutely. Um, yeah, and and 
I think I was, Tony would agree with that statement. Absolutely, there. yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna see how how where how far how far I can take it because I did the four day fast. At the end of the four day fast, I did 200 push ups, and I felt better at the end of those 200 than I did the week before doing 200 fed. Like, Interesting. It was it was crazy. I was like, I felt better after those 200 fasted four days fasted. I was like, this is, this is weird. I'm going to keep doing this. See, let's see how, let's see how, where this goes, you know? I'd be curious. I I would tend to, and, and, you know, well, and we can talk about this off the podcast, but I'd be curious if your goal was to build muscle, gain muscle, gain strength, um, any kind of sort of, athletic exercise if you were in any kind of helping yourself i, d- I don't yeah, yeah. i have a hard time believing yeah could you bang out 200 push-ups in a in a x amount of period of time that you could have done fed a piece of cake sure um what is the standard that you're holding yourself to sure um i i can't i have a i have a hard time believing that you're is able to perform fasted after four days as you are fed your body just i don't know that's just my own opinion but um yeah and it's probably wrong but that's why I'm doing <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah yeah i could probably possibly could yeah it, it, i mean of course you're not gonna like from from the general experience everybody has you know, certain kinds of intense, certain intensities require certain, have certain kind of energy demands. And if, how are you meeting those demands if you're not eating? You know, that's, that's what it comes down to. Um, and that's yeah. kind of what I want to find out because I've, I've trained fasted all the time. I've trained fasted oh. 48 hours fasted and felt fine. This time I have, I trained four days, well, 80, 80 hours fasted. Um, I went to CrossFit and, and I felt weird. I felt like I was dying. And one of the things I experienced on this four day fast is I felt the same feeling of dying after four days without, and, and the, the, during this four day fast, I didn't do any exercise. So I'm like, okay, it, it had nothing to do with the CrossFit. It had to do with my electrolyte balance. I needed, I wasn't, I just wasn't supplementing enough. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. And so that's what um, I discovered this time around. That's so, going to be so a anyway. huge part of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So that's, it's an experiment that I've, uh, that I'm running and I'm going to keep running. I'll keep you in the loop. Um, that's kind of cool. And I am going to, I, I am going to, you know, it, it's a, it's a muscle, perver- muscle preserving state, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a lot that goes into it and a lot that people don't know. Like I've been trying to find oh, papers yeah. and studies and there's not a lot out there on this because I'm also yeah. trying to heal through some injuries and there's, there's the, the ideas out there of fasting can help you heal. Mm. And there's also, but then there's also other, other articles and other studies are like soft tissue injuries need protein to heal. And so there's the, you know, mm. autophagy fasting side of, of, of healing. And then there's the, fed um anabolic side of healing so it's like where is it what, what you know what what kind of balance and where where does it where does it actually help you the best the most so but anyway mm. um that's that's where i'm at i don't know i am um 
I've been a consistent 16, 8. Nice. Four. Four out of seven days. Cool. Without a doubt. Like, I got no problems with it. Like, it is, it's, it's easy peasy. Uh, but I don't know that I want to do it seven days a week. And I don't know that I want to go. For me, I still don't feel, and it, it, some of it's probably just because I don't do it. I, I do quite a bit of like mild cardio fasted, but I don't hit the gym um, fasted. And I get, I get some real like, I feel great when I go to the gym and I try to lift heavy. And I try to like, hey, let's see what I can do today. Can I get that fourth rep? You know, Um, can I push it a little bit? You know, how many more sets can I get kind of thing? Can I go 45 minutes, 35 minutes? Like for me, I know my body well enough to know that I feel better exercising fed. Mm -hmm. And so I get into issues. My, the big picture for me is it's a balance of do I, if I was, if I wanted to live forever, and I couldn't exercise on a regular basis, then I think the the four day fast is absolutely a reasonable um, longevity thing. If I'm an athlete who has to perform every single day, I, I'm not going to recommend anybody to to fast for multiple days. Now I'm no athlete. Don't get me wrong. You could have fooled us, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a like, 39-year-old like man. Yeah. So, so, so uh, on Saturday, I tested uh, my one rep max, not not this Saturday, but last Saturday. Mm-hmm. I tested my one rep max overhead press, strict overhead press. Okay. 100 pounds. All fasted, right fasted, yeah. fasted through Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. All right? So three days fasted. Wow. Tested it on Tuesday. I hit 105. Wow. Hmm. That's three days fasted, and I hit a PR. And you still had the energy. And to I still had the energy up. to hit a PR. Right. So Amazing. awesome. Yeah, it's one of those new, like you know, it's an N of one experiment, but it's 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 not. It's going against the norm. You know, it's going against yeah. what people think. So yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll see. Right on. Fonzo, what'd you do this weekend, bad boy? Did you eat some okay. carbohydrates? <laughs> it started on Thursday. Got up super it. early to get the kids to school. They got there on time. That's right. They started school. Big change. Thursday, Friday. Yeah, met, met teachers. Yeah, that's why they were in bed early tonight. Mm, um, met teachers. Yeah, crew. So we 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 came to the conclusion that this is their last year together in elementary because oh, wow. we've in fifth and they're in second. So when he goes to middle, Whoa. whatever junior high, whatever like next year, they'll still be in elementary Whoa. and they won't see each other again. Till Cruz a senior and they're a freshman. Whoa! Kind of blew our mind. We're like, wow, that that's is crazy. We're at that point now, so it's it's a trip. So yeah, we kind of, I got kind of sad about that. I was like, oh man, um, our neighbor, uh, he's like a sophomore now. Sammy, this is her first year, not at the elementary school. She's in Madison. She's at the middle school next next door. Um, so yeah, it's uh, big changes, man. It's crazy. And then um. Friday, I took to school again, just chilled. I mean, I had like the, I think that's when I was watching Brightburn. Yeah. 
as the house was quiet. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna see you watch Brightburn. So because the kids they don't get out till two, so I'm like, oh, I got I got a whole day. Um, Monday tomorrow they get they have a half day. So Cruz started his his soccer practice was on the first day of school on Thursday. So he has he has he has a soccer practice Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, still coding, still taking the coding that day. Um, he's still coding. Yeah, he's still coding. Cool. Yeah. So what else? When is uh, Tony going to going to become his tutor? Oh, well, <laughs> when that's when got to happen, right? When he right? thinks I'm I'm cool enough. I don't think. I, he, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I think he I tried the the one game I made, and he's like, "Oh, this amateur." Yeah, he was like, "What was this?" Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, we love to just have you guys talk shop. It'd be cool. Um, what do we do then? Friday, yeah, so Friday did that. Um, and Saturday I said we watched you chill, watch, but before that, in the morning, I was like, and there's a lot of dog crap. Y'all gotta come out of here, start picking it <laughs> up. So I, um, bring it back to Red Dead. They have a pitchfork in Red Dead when you have to pick up, uh, cow poop. <laughs> throw it in the little thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna grab a shovel outside. I'm gonna start to pick up that way. Cause they, they, they get, I get so annoyed with them complaining all the time about picking it up, even though they're wearing like, these little plastic gloves. Complain the whole time, but I'm like, just get some, do just do some goddamn work, you know. It's like, shut up and stop whining. Just pick the poop, put it in a bag, and you're done. Stop whining. Yeah, seriously, it's like the biggest ordeal. So I'm like, look, I'm getting the shovel. Just open the bag. I'll throw it in there. So while I'm doing that, it's good to pick up like old weeds or grass with the shovel. You just take under the dirt and pull the roots out. So it's pretty easy. So I'm like, you know what? Let me start pulling this out. Then I have this crazy ass tree in the back that's like falling over. It's like sideways, but it's grown so much. Trust my neighbor. He has this. He has this little saw with the little retractable blade. You know that's that's super like flimsy, but it you know does fucking does damage. Reciprocating. It. Yeah. Um. So I I just cut down the shit out of my tree in the back. I mean I was cutting it, cutting it. As that picture I put on Messenger of all the branches and everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, the next day my back was so it's still sore today. I got up, my legs were like oh, PR is deadlift. My back, <laughs> dude. It was like. It was like, oh, it's, I, I was feeling it all day. Every time I get, I'm moving up slowly. I'm like, man, my bag's tightened up, you know. Dang. I, I guess I, I must have just been bent over a lot or just lifting shit up. I don't know. It was just uh, a lot of strain in the body. So, so it's, it's no joke, man. It's fucking guard work. It's no oh, joke. Yeah. yeah. You know? So I just, I'm like, Sunday, I'm just chilling. I ain't doing nothing, you know. So um, so I did that. And uh, that's when we were watching the movies, Shallows and Andreas. And then, oh, but on Saturday night, after all that, um, one of our neighbors is leaving. She's moving. She's still in her house. And, uh, so my neighbor, Jean, Sammy's mom, was like, hey, we should throw like an improv barbecue. And I was like, I'm down. So I brought on my barbecue and, um, uh, they had some chairs outside in the street. You know, everyone's hanging out playing. The kids were playing. We had some little music. We just chilled to like eight. <laughs> Thirty nine o'clock, just hanging out, you know, kind of like reminisce, like, hey, you know, like, you know, you won't be here, but we've been all, we've, we've all, know, I mean, they lived there for twelve years, which is tripping me out. Like when she, when they moved in, their daughter was four, or her daughter was four, and now she's like, she's going, to, she's a junior, I think she's like sixteen now, which is fucking crazy. Um, so we just, you know, we've we've been so close, this whole um, neighbors, just like from this side. The left side of Mono, when we had the bonfire, she invited us, you know, to Cheryl, to Michelle and Carlos, to Jane. It's just been, you know, really tight family. It was really cool whenever we need stuff or help each other out. Um, it's been really cool. So I think everyone's just getting really nostalgic. Like kids are getting older. 
you know, one of our kids, one of the kids going to college, you know, the kids are driving now. It's just, it's just crazy, man. Fucking how fast, um, this all happened, you know? Mm. Um, cause I keep, I keep telling my neighbor, I'm like, dude, I remember going to the, to the pool with your kids, you know, cause crew used to love fucking swimming. And I could, and I would take your kids. I'm like, hey, you want to go out? We're going to go swimming. I'm like, sure. We take them and they'd swim for hours with them too. But I still remember like that's fucking yesterday, you know? Like we just go to the pool like oh, every day in the summer. Now I look at them and they're just so fucking tall and older. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? I know there was a point where we didn't see them as much. They weren't coming outside, but there was like a huge growth spurt because he's fucking tall, you know? It's like mind blowing. Um, cause even my parents came over one time, they're like, whoa, that's Oscar. I'm like, yeah, how fucking tall he is now. So, you know, I'm pretty sure your dad is going to be tall. Um, but one of the songs I played it while well, I had the Bluetooth going. He's already uh, like five feet tall. She's taller saying. than her mom at 11 years old. That's what I'm yeah. saying, dude. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, I play Fade Into You. So oh, you know, nice. End of the night, kind of chilling. And, I, and, I just kept, and I just, we just kept playing, like, guess the song, guess the song. Kept playing some music, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was funny. Um, one of our neighbor's friends, she was, like, asking all these movie questions. And I was pretty much answering almost all of them right you know but nice. then carlos he was the music guy he was answering all the music questions so i was going kind of back and forth trying to quiz so i'd play a song see if they can guess it and i asked him like what's the song that's kind of like ruined for you guys when you hear it you can't not help but to think of that movie you know and i think tarantino's notorious for that right we're uh, mm-hmm. stuck in the middle with you i've never heard it before but now when i hear oh, it, yeah. all oh, I, hear, yeah, yeah. I like the picture of mr blonde dancing right mm-hmm. um and I forgot hooked on the feeling I heard first on in Reservoir Dogs. It's playing in the car when they're driving away. Oh, interesting. But now it's finding more synonymous to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Which is funny, right? So you guys Actually, have a song I'm that sure, you can I'm sure. hear, you know? Because I thought Fade Into You was in uh, Natural Born Killers. But it's another song, right, oh. that they play? I don't know. It's been so long since. Is I've it White Horses? Or Natural Born Killers, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a song called White Horses, I think, and it's in. It reminded it reminds Amy of the movie Fear. Yeah, now you're playing Fade. Yeah. 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 See, but do you guys have a song like that that you hear? You're like, yep, that automatically think of that that movie. I'm sure I do. I can't. Besides the obvious ninja rap, obviously. Thank you. <laughs> I know that's where Tony was going. Yep. <laughs> ninja, ninja rap. Like when you hear the song from Drive, right? Night call. Yeah. Is it automatically you hear and go, oh, Drive, of course, right? Yeah, but you don't hear that song. I no, mean, I know, but, when, but but if you were to play it, or if you were to randomly hear it on the commercial or some shit, I would absolutely think of Drive. But I I consider that part of like the score, not even the soundtrack. Yeah. Um. Tarantino does such a good job of putting it in the movie. Like, Urge yeah. Overkill, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. Like a picture of Uma Thurman dancing in her house before she over, before she ODs. You know what I'm talking about? No. When she puts, she has the reel to reel, and she, and then John Travolta goes to the restroom. She's dancing. She's I can't, what? I know the scene, What's but I can't song? think of the song that's playing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's got that guitar riff in the beginning. Brum, 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 brum. Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stuck in the Middle with You by um, the 
uh, fuck, I can't think of the name of the band now. Um, I was thinking I was, I always remember thinking it was Bob Dylan, but it's the fucking rambling. Roll. It's a Steeler's Wheel. Steeler's Wheel, thank you. Yeah. Uh, kind of a one hit wonder, but you know, whatever, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. But like uh, I said, I cannot hear, yeah, that. I, I cannot picture Mr. Blonde dancing, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, and he's like, you know, I'm going to fucking torture you now. Torture. That's good. I like that. To be even more meta, I can't. And then, so remember the song Scooby Snacks by the Fun Loving Criminals? Tony? (laughs) Nope. They sample Reservoir Dogs in the the song, in the the music. Oh. Because I remember hearing them, I think I remember hearing the song first before watching the movie. And I'd always remember hearing um, Buscemi and Cartel talking. He's like, hey, I need you to be cool. There it is. Or it starts off with Pulp Fiction, too. That's fine. Yeah. Do you remember this song? I remember this this video. Oh, you do? Yeah. Running around, robbing banks, all whacked off the Scooby Snack. You don't remember, huh? What's this? Listen, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but there's a part where they they sample the part where I tell him, but Shemir talking. He says, "Hey, I need you to be cool. Can you be cool?" And I always hear I always hear that crashing sound, you know. But then when I finally watch the movie, but Shemir's tripping over like a mop or some shit. And I'm like, it finally like dawned. I'm like, whoa, that's the fucking movie. That's like, uh-huh. it, it just like it reminded me of the song, you know, which is All so right. backwards now. Remember the oh me, the the crow soundtrack Pantera. Yeah. Do you remember remember that song? Now, did you watch Taxi Driver after hearing that song many times? I, I don't think I've ever seen Taxi Driver all the way through. You've never seen Taxi Driver? Nope. What Carly? What the fuck are we doing with our life? We haven't chosen that. We've we've, we've talked about Taxi Driver on the podcast before. Yeah, it's been a long time. Well, he's never seen it. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. Yeah. Suck on this. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's what, see, Tony knows it's, it's for some reason he loves that fucking Pantera song on the Crow soundtrack. Yeah. And that's it. I don't have the association of where that's from the movie. Right. But you, you, you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. You hear the scene, right? Yeah. In the song. Yeah. So when you watch the movie, it actually comes all together. You're just like, Mm. whoa. So weird. I'm trying to think of another one right here, and it's just like uh, the score is obviously the score, but like just hearing a song, it's like yeah, just from a sheer soundtrack standpoint, I can't think off the hand. Yeah, I, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, the truth is a lot of like, like you hear Miserlou right, the beginning intro to Pulp Fiction, you know. Um, when I hear when I hear um, Underworld, Born Slippy, I think Transpire. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, but the truth is, I'm such a huge Underworld fan. I don't automatically think the movie, just because. But most people, if they hear that song, they're like, "Oh, I know that song. It's from Transpotting." Mm-hmm. Um, there's gonna be a lot of dance music songs. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But don't they play that in? Um, what's the one they play at the end of Mortal Kombat? Is this it too? I don't know. I can't tell you. 
You know what I think of Trace? I think of the um the Iggy Pop performance. The Iggy Pop song. You know what I'm talking about? No. Lust for Life. That's what I think of Train Spotty. You remember that one, Tony? I don't know. I'll have to find it. Iggy Pop, Lust for Life. There it is. Right, yeah. Yeah, but Born Sleepy, I feel like that's played a lot. The song, I, I want to say, I swear to God, I, it's at the end of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that's quite possible. Yeah. I had to look it up because I went to the first year of Coachella, and uh-huh. I was thinking 97, but it's, it was 1999. And it said uh, Wikipedia, I had to Google it, or, you know, Wikipedia, October 9th or 10th. Of course, I don't remember the month. 1999. The inaugural Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival was held. Headlining the events were Beck, don't remember them. Tool, certainly don't remember them. Wow. Rage Against the Machine, wow. don't, don't remember watching them. Wow. Other, other acts include Chemical Brothers, that's why I went. Yep. Morrissey, I remember him because he played oh, right way. before the Chemical Brothers. Oh, A way. Perfect Circle, Jurassic oh, Five, and the biggest reason why I went was Underworld. Yeah. And that's it, yeah. When you hear Take California Propeller Heads, what do you think of? The bass line. Yeah, but isn't that, wasn't that in The Matrix? Yeah, yeah. And he has that shootout, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I think, because I saw Propeller Heads in concert. Dex Strong. There is that bass line, baby. There you go. Dex Strong, the rock and roll. Yeah. Saw them in concert oh. with Fatboy Slim and Crystal Method. Yeah. With Albert Canales. Spy Break was, was the uh, gun shootout scene. Oh, That's the Spy good, Break, oh, right? Good spy call. Break. Play that one, Tony? Where's Will? Here it comes. Oh. Come on, come on. And who's it by? Propellerhead. Propellerhead. Yeah. yeah. They still around, Harley? Are they still together? No. They broke up a long time ago. Or, or at least stopped being active. See, for Tony, I would say like it would be the Moulin Rouge soundtrack songs <laughs> or Scott Pilgrim. No, I'm serious. Like you've watched those movies so many times, right? Right. It's. I mean, and they're and they're musical though. I mean, they have music's a big part of the. Well, at least Moulin Rouge. But if you were to hear it at a concert, you're like, "Oh, that song," you know. And 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 Scott Pilgrim, I I had the soundtrack bumping on my truck for a year. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, right, Tony. That's why I hardly get a truck. With <laughs> <laughs> a CD babbling along, we should probably end this podcast. It's probably going on with three hours long. <laughs> we have not. We stopped talking about movies a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you almost fall asleep. We're fighting together. <laughs> Harley, we reminisce together. That's it. MCP, bad boy. Championship series next week. Yeah, next week. It's on. Stay tuned. That's right. Found a new champion next week. Thanks for listening. Bad boys for life.
Bam, 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 bam. Yeah.